0: Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates in popular culture from Chimpan A to Chimpan Z. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and I'm joined, as always, by the official second banana of the show. It's the host of the Jimmy James Game Show. It is Evan Monroe smith Welcome, Evan. Hello. Am I using that phrase correctly?
1: Uh, yes.
0: Great. Oh, fantastic. As far as I'm aware. Uh, that's, that is very good news. <laughs> I would hate to make a fool of myself on this podcast. On
1: oh, national podcast. This one in
0: particular. Yeah, that's right. This one goes out. Nationally. <laughs> so, I assume millions of people are listening right now. Actually, it's international. It could be billions.
1: Wow. Shit. You definitely don't Let's want to get say on anything our best silly. Behavior.
0: Don't say anything silly. Whatever you do. <laughs> so, we've just finished uh, recapping season one of The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. And uh, something I has been in the back of my mind all this time is that we already did an episode about season one of the Umbrella Academy. Uh, but that was before you were the regular second banana. Yeah. I don't even think you featured on this episode. I
1: like We were talking about it last, the last time we recorded an episode and I um, genuinely couldn't remember if I was on that episode or not. But, of course, it makes sense that I wasn't there because I hadn't watched all of season one at that time. Yeah. Uh, and there would have I been do- spoilers. I don't
0: think you were on it. But I haven't listened back and I won't listen back, so I don't know for sure. <laughs> but we're going to play that soon. That episode with very special guests, Nick Mason and Cass Pagey-Page. And (laughs) (laughs) I remember it being a very good episode. A lot of people really liked it. So um, if you haven't heard it before, that'll be coming up soon. But before then, we're going to answer a few more questions and uh, read a few messages from listeners. But even before that, we wanted to let you know that I'm going to be doing my first Twitch. Uh, Evan (laughs) will tell you more now because I don't know
1: what that means. (laughs) Well, I mean, we've talked about it for a little while now, but um, yeah, I, I do my Twitch streaming on um, on every Saturday morning at eleven o'clock at the moment, uh, Australian time, and uh, and I, I usually just talk about the the week in gaming news, um, and then I'll, I'll play a bit of a game. It's all pretty chill, pretty laid back, um, and uh, a, a few people from from this podcast, a few listeners, um, recommended that I play ancestors the humankind odyssey which is a a survival game um where you play as as a chimp i think or an ape i don't know i actually haven't played it um i think you i think what they said was
0: you're some sort of an earlier form of primate and you slowly evolve as you go along Ah, like an ancestor i think that's the point of the game you're trying to become a human yeah right maybe i guess which is sounds exactly up your alley (laughs) evan being a big human (laughs) lover
1: yes um yeah, I, I haven't played it. I don't know much about it. However, that will all change this Saturday at 11 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack open that that game. I'm, I'm looking. And at, what do I do? I come on and watch you. Yeah, you're gonna. Do I commentate you doing that? Yeah, you can you can you can watch and you can you can uh, experience it along with me and along with the the viewers. Um,
0: I'm looking forward to that big
1: time. It should be it should be a lot of fun. So that's um that'll be over at my twitch uh, twitch.tv slash Stupid old Evan, Um, and you're gonna you've 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 organised your own uh, Twitch channel, Matt. You're gonna start your own streaming stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I I guess I'll this Saturday will help me figure out uh, what it all means a bit more. Yeah. But I've started one at Twitch TV slash Matt Stewart Comedy. Uh, there's nothing there yet. But if you follow me, you'll know when there is something there, which is me doing a stream, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Um, You'll you'll get the hang of it.
0: (laughs) How enticing (laughs) must that sound? (laughs) I was thinking I could get like an old Microsoft Solitaire or Microsoft Golf. Yeah. And people could play along with me on that or something. Sure. You know, whatever. I'll take suggestions. Commander Keen is a game I played when I was quite young.
1: We did a- um, If
0: anyone remembers that.
1: I remember that. Uh, We did a a, a, a gamey game group play of um, uh, a game called Among Us this week, which was a lot of fun. Um, so maybe you could join in on that once you once you get streaming. That sounds good. I'm. It's very I'm good. Keen as, it's lots of. Um, I'm keen as lying do. to each other and killing each other. It's very good. Oh, that doesn't sound so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. I like
0: telling truth to each other <laughs> and loving each other.
1: I mean, you can do that as well. You just might not uh, get get as far in the game. Oh, okay. But in
0: Ancestors, it's just about you know. Evolving.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um, Surviving, like doing stuff. We'll find out. We'll find it together. Yeah,
0: I'm looking forward to that. Do you want to go through a few of these questions before we play this classic (laughs) episode of Primates? Yeah, sure. Uh, Let's see. Who have we got here? This first one comes from Alfred Peter Hanks, or Alfie to his friends, uh, from Enfield in North London. And Alfie writes... I love you, Matt Stewart. Holy, holy moly! That's a that's a bold <laughs> opening, Alfie. I yeah. Appreciate that very much. Uh, let me go back from the top because I think it sounded so nice. I think it bodes reading twice. <laughs> I love you, Matt Stewart, and it's you I've been missing, Evan Munro Smithin <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me like it did, but I was. That was real good. Uh, Thanks for bringing the pod back and supplying me with monkey knowledge and fun facts to tell at dinner. I'm a big fan of all the pods and I've... Jeez, that's a lot. I mean, you mean all the ones I do, (laughs) I (laughs) assume, Or just all the pods in the world. That's also great. Uh, And I've never written in before, so sorry if this is too long. Looking forward to season two. It's definitely my favorite. My favorite member is Klaus. That is... And that's the end of the message that Alfie was worried would be too that's long. It's too long. There's four sentences. We've had longer. That, I would call that quite brief. <laughs> well done, Alfie. You just, you got in, you got out. I mean, I don't mind a long message either. <laughs> I should say that up the top, but. Yeah.
1: But uh, I mean, you, you only find out as you're reading it though, so. That's it's true. It's too late to back out by that point. I'd say that was a fantastic message, Evan.
0: Do you have a favorite character from the Umbrella Academy?
1: I um, uh, I also like Klaus. If I'm, uh, yeah, I like Klaus he's, too. He's good, bit of fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I like him, and he makes a great team with Ben. Yeah, I'm looking forward. That's something I don't know if we said that. I'm looking forward to seeing how their combination uh, evolves in season two. Like, can he uh. control him more, or can they work together? Maybe. Ben even finds a way to come back into the living world somehow.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Because I want, I wonder if if the others will be able to talk to him. Um, because haven't that hasn't been possible before. I wonder. Yeah, who... that's
0: right. They. It's it's as if they don't even know he's around. Like he's always around. Yeah, and it never comes well, up. Well, never.
1: Klaus never has never mentioned it. Or,
0: and when he did in the last episode, they they were like, "Shut up, Klaus." Yeah. Stop fucking around. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I'm serious. Your dead brother's right here. And he saved he saved uh, number two's life, Diego's life. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. This is serious business. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably why he doesn't tell him. Anyway, thank mm. you so much for that message, Alfred. The next one comes from Nicolene in Cornwall. Uh, Cornwall, they're the ones who do scones a little differently they go what? jam first then cream
1: uh that's the correct way
0: well that's the cornish way oh, okay. i i prefer the devon way <laughs> which is cream first then jam
1: uh, see i can't get behind that at all
0: yeah no i found <laughs> that with most of my friends i found some support online <laughs> okay uh doing it yeah i mean it's devonshire tea that's what it is tea yeah. and scones with jam and cream i didn't
1: realize it was that was the devon way um, it's funny because they're
0: two counties that butt up against each other. They're, you know, they're right. Oh, wow, they're touching. So this is
1: a, a bit of rivalry between. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's that's really interesting. I wonder, wonder what the origin of that is. Um, but I love a good scone, man. That's one of the things I I crave for hard. Um, if I'm in lockdown. Yeah. in in, in fact, want to get out. I, and get get to where the scones are again. Yeah, but in this in, in this first lockdown that we did, like a, a few months ago now, um, Beck and I made scones at least three times. We we would make scones and then just snack on them really? for a few days until they were. just- How'd you go? Good. Well, like we did the the very basic recipe, which is like lemonade and then like two other things. Um, Isn't lemonade a surprising ingredient? Yeah, I
0: never would have guessed lemonade to be in there. No, and that is. Are you telling me lemonade? Yeah. You said just the normal basic ones and then well, I'm like, well, I assume this will just be flour and water or something. And you stopped me with the very first ingredient. <laughs> Have you not So obviously
1: lemon you put the lemonade in there for the scones. <laughs> it's it's hang on. I'm what, I'm, I'm, what's lu- next? I'm looking it up now. It's it's three ingredients. Lemonade, uh Okay, hang on, no, I can't find it. You know, recipe- And this is like Australian lemonade. This is an American lemonade which is lemon juice and sugar or something. No, this like is that. like fizzy Fizzy lemonade. Soda. S- soda yeah, lemon soda, um, I suppose, is what you call it. So you have lemonade, then you have- it's like Sprite. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, lemonade and then self-raising flour and cream. That's it. Three ingredients. I, would, I would
0: never would have- go- uh, Flour is the only one of those I would have got guessed. Oh, well, there you go. I would have thought it would be maybe flour and water and maybe milk or eggs or, you know, normal things that you see-
1: yeah, well, I'm In sure baking? I'm sure there'd be uh, lots of different ways of doing it. But lemonade, obviously- Eggs probably isn't right, is it? Um, yeah, well, this doesn't call for any eggs. So, lemonade, I guess, is doing the job of, you know, being liquid, which it, it does very well. Right. Um, yes. But also, it does the job of being sugar. Um, oh, and it also right. does the job of being fizzy. So, it, it, it winds up being a really light um, dough. <laughs>
0: So, it's just—it's really just a cheat for the, them to be able to say only three ingredients kind of. when really well, I mean, it is only- you're forgetting that lemonade has multiple ingredients in it.
1: Yeah, I guess if you break down it's everything pre-mixed. into its uh, most basic state, then sure. But How many moleculars are in here? <laughs> um, Molecules. <laughs> it's like if you make, you know, you can make like three ingredient Nutella biscuits, but it's the same thing. It's like the Nutella's doing the job of cocoa, right. sugar, yeah, um, yeah, and probably eggs or something like that. But I don't know. The te- technical aspects of baking- um but yeah that's um uh, it it's it does the job and man lemonade scones three ingredients they're they're good it
0: there's this place i went out just like a maybe an hour drive outside of melbourne it's on a hill and it's this cool little town and they just have a place that does scones like it used to be a uh post office it's called the post office oh, and yeah. it's a cafe that does scones yeah right and coffee and it was so good
1: we would go down to Sassafras, um which is like what you described and could be what you described. Um, it's not, uh, but, yeah,
0: that's further east, I think. I'm talking in the north. Yeah, right. But it's,
1: isn't it interesting? It's these, like, these
0: little towns where scones live. Yeah. You don't get scones aren't in the city. Yeah, I don't. No one's doing scones in town. I honestly
1: don't know where I could go local to my area to go get scones. I, do, I, can't, I don't think it's possible. I can't think of somewhere. But, um, but yeah, go dr- drive an hour and uh, there'll be some places. And it's good. It's, one it, the... it, it works well. You know, short short road trip and then out and just have, yeah. a, have a day, have some scones, yeah. sit, sit on a it bench. It feels more
0: appropriate anyway. Yeah. A little, little country, cute little country towns and scones. Yeah.
1: It's just, it, uh, it's like, it, it's um, the simple things, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fits like a hand in a glove.
1: Mm.
0: Not like OJ Simpson's one, which did not fit <laughs> quite that well. I'm talking about a nice snug <laughs> glove fit. Yeah. I got OJ on the head because I just did an episode of Do Go On About OJ the OJ Simpson right. Trial. People should listen to that if they haven't. I was getting it was your an plugs epic in. Three hour episode. <laughs> A three hour episode? Yeah. Oh. I think maybe the longest episode we've ever done. Anyway, Nick Lean is <laughs> from Cornwall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Almost forgot why we got on that sidetrack. And Nick has written. Uh, last, oh, he's writing in again. Last time I asked you what power you'd pick from the Umbrella Academy, you went with number five's power set, just in case you can't remember. And I fully <laughs> couldn't remember. Thank you so much. I pick for it the again. Yeah, that's a, it is a really good one. Yeah. Jumping through space and time. Uh, let's expand on that. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Okay, and then Nick gives us what he would go for. So, but before we get to that, what would you go for? Any superpower? That uh, just makes it even harder. I, I found it tough enough when we were limited to seven.
1: Um, yeah, Flying. it is. It is tough. Flying's good. Um, That's the hack answer though, isn't it? Or invisibility or something. Yeah. Um, but Super I, speed? I can't think, yeah, super speed. I can't think of it a great use, like that- that doesn't seem super practical to me because, like, oh, invisibility. What do you? I, I don't even know what I would use that for, really.
0: Cinemas. It's like what we said. All seven of the Umbrella Academy powers can be used to watch <laughs> movies for free.
1: Yeah, right. Um, I I feel like I'd still be going for something like what Five has got—the ability to teleport. Um, mm. that's useful if you're running yeah, late. You never run late. stuff. I mean, you, I I guess it would be the same thing. You still roll out of bed, you know two seconds before you're supposed to be there. And then, um, you know, just like it doesn't really matter how close you live to somewhere, you're still still going to be late. Um, and imagine
0: how quickly you could get these scones.
1: Oh. You don't even have to live
0: in the country town.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. You can just zip over. You don't need the hour drive. Um, yeah. Just pop over. Yeah. I think um, I would
0: probably live in a country town if the commute was through a portal.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you could live anywhere, couldn't you? Uh, you yeah. could live somewhere very cheap. Uh, and have an amazing house, and and yeah, you don't have to deal with the you don't have to deal with traffic ever again. Oh. You don't have to sit in the car, um, wa- wasting your life away. Um, you don't have to sit on a train with uh, people that probably have coronavirus. Oh, um, don't, isn't
0: that classic? Well, now you've turned on people, now haven't you? <laughs> For so long, you've been talking up humans, and now all of a sudden.
1: <laughs> You're right. Hey, look, Andy from Toy Story doesn't have coronavirus, as far as I'm mm, aware. As far as we know. As far as I know. not It's not canon. Um, That's true. I feel like teleportation is still still the, I mean, because I'm not going to use super strength for anything in my life. I'm not going to, I don't need to light things on fire with my hands. I, I don't need to breathe underwater. You know, I, I feel like it, the most practical is is teleportation.
0: Uh, well, I think, yeah, I I feel like I'm going vaguely with that with the power of flying. And I'm talking, you know, like, like how superheroes fly real fast.
1: Yeah, okay. I just think
0: it'd be so much fun. That would be fun.
1: Yeah, that would be and amazing. It,
0: and you don't have to do traffic and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. So, I think we're going for similar things, but I've just gone the thrill seeker version.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's more fun. Uh, but
0: yeah, breathing underwater, that would be cool as well. You could just, I mean, you could... Imagine the shit you could see. Like undiscovered worlds.
1: Yeah. The only places
0: left on earth that aren't really discovered are deep, deep sea. I feel like they? you
1: need a combination though, because I mean people can breathe underwater. <laughs> You'd be so
0: slowly. Imagine swimming as fast as I can now, but I can breathe underwater. So like I'm just like doggy paddling to the bottom of the ocean. It takes me three years. <laughs> But like the problem, I, hung- I die of starvation.
1: The the reason that the humankind hasn't been able to explore some of these depths of the ocean is not because we can't breathe underwater because we can with scuba deer and other technology. Um, it's more because of like the the pressure. Um, oh,
0: your head explodes or something? Uh,
1: no, it's just you have a lot of water on top of you and and that's heavy. Um, is my understanding right? So
0: I I figure this. You'll be crushed. I'm thinking this. Breathing underwater thing is just full aquaman, you know yeah, okay. you're, you're like a, you're basically like a human fish yeah so okay. I don't think it's just breathing underwater. I think you have the whole package of you can swim underwater as well and be cool
1: sweet all right no that okay. that, that sounds uh, interesting
0: yeah, I think that i'd I'd consider that one like if if you were picking and they were all all the superpowers lined up against the wall and you got the last pick and that was all that was left. I wouldn't be like, oh fuck, I don't want I do not want anything then. I'd be like, I'll take it. I'll take being able to be a fish man who looks like a man. <laughs> for All sure. Right. Have you did you ever watch the boys? I think a second season's come out. I haven't seen it. I enjoyed the first season though. There was a fish man in that as well. In what, sorry? In The Boys.
1: Do you ever watch? Oh, it? I never watch watched it? The Boys. Um No, I haven't watched it. I, I, I've heard things about it, but not nothing that's made me go like, I really need to watch that.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's is any it sort of- Is Worth watching? I really liked it, yeah. But I don't think there's any primate hooks for us to make an excuse to do <laughs> a, another season of this. And okay, so, Nick, we've gone with uh, teleportation and flying. Uh, what Nick says is, I'd go for having all the abilities of the animal kingdom. <laughs> sw-
1: sw- that's pretty- I, I, mean, thought that's- I thought it was going to be all of, a, all of the above, <laughs> just all of the abilities. I'll take them all. I didn't realize that was an option. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you All really of the, is the animal kingdom.
0: So, he'd be sort of like, yeah, there must be there must be a superhero at some point who is just like Animal Man or something. Odds, Rob Schneider's the animal. <laughs> when yep, Rob Mad Schneider Dr. Did it first. Michael Keaton. No, not Michael Keaton. Michael Caton, the Australian comedy actor. Oh, from The Castle, right. etc. He I'll put animal parts in you, he said to Rob Schneider. <laughs> and then Rob Schneider was sort of like an animal man. Anyway, so he says, I'd go for having all the abilities of the animal ki- kingdom, swim like a fish, fly like a bird, hey. and most importantly, relax like an orangutan. <laughs>
2: that's
0: going- good. That's that's a good point. Well played there. Nick, love your work. Thanks so much for getting back in touch. Love a follow-up. And thanks so much for getting us into scon chat. Yeah. I talk about it a bit and it does annoy some people that I say cream does go first. And I do do it that way. But, I mean, I don't actually <laughs> care. It's a bit, you know. You yeah. The joke is you care about something that doesn't really matter. And then everyone else t- does it. T- and most people are in with the joke, right? And then there'll be- yeah. a, Someone will come in and will say, why are you arguing? This is stupid. It doesn't matter.
2: Yeah,
1: we're
0: just <laughs> passing it the time. It doesn't matter. It, it, it does lives, taste the same. we got to do something.
1: I'd have- you- <laughs> I would happily uh, take a scone either way, but yeah. um, I've
0: tried them both ways. I do pref- somehow it does change the flavour a little bit, and it's yeah, fun right. to mix I it actually, up
1: sometimes. I, I personally have never tried it cr- uh, cream first, so I should try that one day if I'm gonna, um, you know, be fair about it. As a donut, but, donut um, lover,
0: Evan, let yeah. me sell it to you this way: it's sort of like a jam donut. This way, you get a dollop of jam in the middle, and every bite's a little bit different. The cream is consistent. Across the bottom, you smooth out the cream. Ideally, it will be a thick, clotted cream anyway. Yeah. And then the jam, I like to get a splodge of jam. Looks cool. Uh Pops. The red really pops off the white or the cream. And every bite, you get a bit of a different amount of jam in it. And it makes it a real flavor journey. Texture Um, journey.
1: That's interesting. I will have to try that.
0: Yeah. Let us know. Maybe before we record (laughs) our next episode, pull out the bottle of lemonade. (laughs) 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 See what you can come up with. (laughs) Um, Maybe we should just, I mean, this was only meant to be a quick intro before we go into the show. Uh, There's still a bunch more. I'll do one more. We'll see how quick this goes. Sure. Uh, This one comes from Justin in Toronto. Justin writes, The motel that Hazel and Agnes stayed at is about to go on the market. Ooh. Oh, really? Uh, It's got a link here. It says, If you were to buy it and convert it, uh (laughs) prime converted primates branded getaway for your adoring fans which primates from popular culture would you choose to theme each suite around (laughs) oh that's a good question i'll uh, post Uh, this link at some point i guess let me send it to you now evan if you're interested uh yeah okay i guess obviously you'd have caesar would be the caesar uh honeymoon suite because of course apes together strong and that's what you're doing a bit of ape on ape action in the honeymoon suite.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I've ju- I've just been slightly distracted about by this motel because that you know wouldn't it be great to buy a motel? Um, the uh, no, interestingly, because this is something that Beck told me a while, a while ago as well. That, that motel that Hazel and Agnes stay in, I th- which is I think is the one that they're talking about, is is the hotel. F- sorry, the motel from Schitt's Creek. Oh, which I've started so, watching. Did we talk yeah, well, about
0: the, this recently, maybe? I think I think
1: we did talk about it, but I, I wasn't sure which one because Beck was like, the motel in, in Umbrella Academy is the one from Shit Screen. Oh, I'm like, which right. motel? Because the one that in, in a lot of the first season, the one that Hazel and cha are in is obviously quite a bit different. It's like a two-story situation. Um, that's, that's the one where, where Patch is shot. So, it's not that one. It's the one that Hazel and Angus go to. The, it's a- sorry, Agnes- Hazel and Agnes go to, um, it's a, I think they call it a bnB and b rather than a motel. Um, but yeah, it's 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 that one there. I've just, uh, there's a, on Google, there's some comparison images if anyone's interested in having that's a look. That's interesting. But it's kind of fun. And I, and I, yeah, I guess that must be the one that's, that's, that they're talking about there is for sale. And Jamal Murray from
0: the Denver Nuggets lived there for two years.
1: What? Isn't that interesting? Is that a, is that a, is that a, a newspaper or something?
0: No, the Denver Nuggets is the NBA team.
1: Oh, yeah, they okay. were only just
0: eliminated from the playoffs a uh, week or something. Interesting. Yeah, That's,
1: yeah, weird. Okay. Yeah, it's,
0: why, why is it such a? That's a real magnet for action.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a good looking motel.
0: Yeah, it's got a, a classic sort of look about it. Uh, I've been, I've been enjoying Shit's Creek. As well, it's a uh, real com- yeah. like. I think maybe you were selling it to me a bit. It is a, it's a real comfort show, and I think yeah. being in lockdown and watching, a family also sort of, basically in having to live in close quarters. So you know they're locked down as well. Yeah, a bit. You know they can't do the things they normally do because they're in a in a town. But I, it's funny that this is meant to. It started off looking like it was going to be a real shit town. They can't sell it. It's got shit in the name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but
0: that, that cafe building is a classic. What a beautiful building. Yeah, Everything seems really nice about town. this town.
1: Yeah. How I do mean, they own have... the
0: town? I don't understand.
1: What What do you mean? They, yeah, he bought I, I the town. Big...
0: What does that mean?
1: Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Does that become clear um, as it goes along? No, they pretty much gloss over that. Right. Um, I support... Because the other thing is he doesn't... that they, they don't seem to own... Any any specific things. No. Like, they don't own that motel. They don't own any property, like, buildings or anything. But they must own the the land or or the- I don't know. I, I honestly yeah. don't know. I don't know what the- va- what Because they don't seem to have any- Income uh, Power from it. Or, or income from it or-, or Yeah, where I'm up to, to
0: have, uh, they're trying to get on the council. They're running for council. But, you know, yeah, they don't so have that- any power. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they it's have no straight or anything. It's it is very strange. I don't I feel maybe that's why like they not The conceit it.
0: to get them to that town could have been clearer and easier. Yes, it could. What well, I don't know why it wasn't that they the only thing they had left was a 99 year lease on these two motel rooms somehow.
1: Yeah, you know, because like, the other thing I the other thing I was thinking is like if they and I look, you don't need to pull apart the show that much because you can gloss over this stuff and yeah. just enjoy the show. <clears throat> But it did occur to me. I'm like, why? How? How is it they that they don't need to be there? They could they could live in in any motel anywhere, really. Yeah, they're but not they, locked they to are... that
0: town for any reason apart from they own it, which yeah, doesn't seem getting... to mean anything.
1: They are getting free rent in that motel, I guess, right. because they own the town. But I I I don't really see quite. They gloss over a lot of that stuff to just to set it up
0: because they it's know fine. everyone. They all their anecdotes are about like hanging out with the rich and famous and it's like yeah. none of them have a spare room for you
1: <laughs> yeah like they don't have any friends they have no contacts you know no no one's been in touch no, which they talk about a i bit. think that
0: i guess that's part of the joke is that uh soon as you lose your money celebrities the rich and famous will drop you quickly yeah. and that's i guess that was part of the joke i can't can't really remember but anyway i sounds like i'm shitting on it i'd really like the show it's a nice. I, I like
1: it a lot too. I, comforting like, time. N- none of these things really take away from the show at all. It's just that one of those things that occurred to me while I was watching it. Like mm, I don't know, but it's it's such a lovely show that it it none of it matters, you know. And like, apparently, it just it's... gets
0: better and better. And I thought it was I totally it was nice from the start. Anyway, so we're named. So how many suites do you have in that place? Maybe let's say there's six. Hang so but, what, yeah, what
1: was the what was the question here again?
0: <laughs> so it's going to be a primates branded motel. Okay. Each room each suite we're gonna brand differently, probably with a mural on the wall or something like that. You know, sometimes okay. there you'll get a hotel that does that. They'll have all sorts of different themed rooms. So uh maybe one would be uh the banana man suite.
1: Oh yeah. That's fun. Bit of fun for the kids.
0: Yeah. So on one bed you'd have Eric before he'd eaten the banana and on the other <laughs> bed it's uh <laughs> Eric has eaten a banana. He's become banana man.
1: Yeah. And then you walk in and we... you're like, Eric, get out of my bed. i got to live here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Where, where else? What, what else have we... <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, you'd have to have a pogo. Pogo in the ape man room.
1: Yeah. Um, got the antlers on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Maybe you'd actually
0: have like a, a, a wax figure of pogo mounted to the antlers on the wall.
1: It'd be cool to theme it yeah, to and to theme it around that that grand uh like living room yeah. um from the show. Uh yeah, but you it, could... obviously a much smaller, cheaper version in a in a motel room.
0: Yeah, but that um, that's what it could be. It could be the the Umbrella Academy room. Yeah. Uh Grand Hall or whatever it would have been. That's be pretty a bit good.
1: disturbing having the having the having Pogo impaled on the antlers. You know the what wall. these sort
0: of freaks are into. <laughs> I don't know who these freaks yeah. are, but I'm sure there'd be a market for it. <laughs> uh, a couple more. Who? What do you reckon?
1: Uh, wh- wh- what is it? There's got to be a Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Motel room. I don't know what that would be like. The first one was um, Caesar
0: from the rebooted one, but you're talking about the old Charlton Heston original. Charlton Heston. Yeah. yeah.
1: You damn so, dirty I mean, it's got- apes. Yeah.
0: Get your hands. Get it's- your stinking paws off of me or whatever he said.
1: maybe it will be themed around that so the prison that they arrive in, you know, with the big cages, oh, yeah, sort of very good. beige brown. It's every
0: beds in a cage. Um or oh, no, you just yeah. sleep on the floor
1: like they did. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um I can I can see that. So that's a good one. Um yep. that's very good. And then finally,
0: obviously, you'd have the King Kong room, and that would be the penthouse suite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, you
1: have to climb up the outside. Yeah, there's
0: a there's an Empire State Building inside it <laughs> to scale and the bunk bed at the top of it. That's where you sleep. Or no, the bunk bed is is like a one of the planes that shoots King Kong off the tower or whatever happens.
1: Oh yeah. I'd go for the uh, the Toy Story motel room which is just a, a, an exact replica of Andy's room uh his bedroom from Toy Story. All the toys are there. Yeah, that's good. It's got a Window. I can't argue that with that. God? I can't remember.
0: Cannot argue with that at all. That's a great suggestion. <laughs> That'll be
1: fun. In fact, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if someone has done that—a Toy Story replica room—and I'm googling it now. Uh, how about one last quick one before we
0: we uh, go on to the the classic episode? This one comes from not Andy. Interesting name,
1: oh. and
0: not Andy is from. Barbados, the fashion capital. Which I'm not sure <laughs> if that's a shop or something, but that sounds great. <laughs> and probably pronounce it fa- fashion capital. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh, the fashion capital here in Melbourne. Chadson's been in the news. There was a COVID outbreak there.
1: Really? Yeah. What recently?
0: Yeah, it was in the news Surely this morning.
1: Surely that's closed. Is that open?
0: I guess it must be. I think the food. It, it was around the food court.
1: All oh, right. Hmm. who's going to a food court at the moment
0: yeah well people you can people with barely COVID, go apparently. outside.
1: <laughs> oh man that's that's asking for it
0: yeah the butch apparently around the butchers came up anyway uh, hmm. not Andy writes uh, not sure if this uh, was mentioned already but in the comics Diego and Vanya were in a punk band called the prime eights oh really that's wow. interesting that I don't know if that has come up but we're it's very possible that we're about to play an episode where we talked about it extensively i'm not sure <laughs> there's probably the i prime if anyone mates. does listen what to this it? episode i'd love to hear what kind of things i've contradicted against myself
1: <laughs> yeah it will be interesting to hear that
0: But that's cool There's I, I i wonder it would be quite weird for them to have a band in the tv show wouldn't it especially diego yeah. banya they don't they don't even interact all that much.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen them really say anything to each other much, um, particularly now. Mm. It's been a bit of a wedge driven between them, I'd say. Um, that's Yes, that is interesting. That's a fun fact. The pri- because ne- the, neither of them are the primate characters either. No, that's true. I mean, true. if Pogo and Luther had a band, <laughs> sure, that makes sense. <laughs> that
0: makes way more sense. I didn't even question it.
1: Uh <laughs> So, look, I don't know. Mm. I'll take your word for it that that happened.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, please do uh, catch us on Twitch. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. If you listen to this beyond this week, Evan will be doing that every Saturday morning. So, always feel free to go on there and um, follow Evan playing games. But this week in particular, as we play Ancestors, figure out what that yeah. means. Is that right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh yeah, ancestors—the humankind odyssey.
0: Sweet. Well, um, Evan, uh, thanks so much for joining us again. We'll be back with season two sometime soon. Hopefully next week, but we yes. we we'll, are not exactly one hundred percent sure on that. I don't want to make any hard commitments. Uh, but <laughs> as un-
1: unprecedented times,
0: Evan, as we always say when we're introducing a retro episode here at Primates, uh,
1: bye. I'm not on this one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Enjoy. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we go through primates in popular culture from chimpanzee all the way down to chimpanzee. This week on the show, returning to the monkey house, we have podcaster extraordinaire from the SansPants Network. It's Cass Page.
4: Hello, everyone. Thank you. It's good to be back.
0: Did I say back?
4: <laughs> you did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I should have changed that from last week's script when someone was <laughs> returning. Well, this would be true of you, though, second guess. <laughs> yes. Oh, let me switch that around. Okay, well, I'll start that again. Okay, good. But I, I do not edit anyway. This week <laughs> on the show, this. this week on the show, for the first time in the monkey house, we have a podcaster extraordinaire from the Sands Pants Network. It's Cass Page.
4: Hi, it's great to meet you.
0: Yeah, it's great to meet you. You didn't point
2: to me, Matt, when you said that, though. You (laughs) pointed directly at me from the top.
0: Okay, Okay. one last time around. All right. No, I'm not doing it again. Okay, we only move forward here. All right. Always looking like a
3: monkey can't move forward, otherwise they drown. Exactly. Wait.
0: Yeah. They don't when they drive trucks. They black out their rearview mirrors because they do not look back. That's right. (laughs) They just they do parallel park. That's right. Feel. Yeah. It's a classic monkey trait. Also in the monkey house. Returning to it, we have internet celebrity and podcaster, Traudinaire, it's Nick Mason. Hello,
3: I'm back. It's good to be back, Matt. <laughs> is that what you asked me to call you? Traudinaire? No, that's not a word. Damn it. I said, or, look, at doesn't <laughs> I don't know what a traudinaire is, though. <laughs> Seems funny. It's funny. It sounds like a thing that would live under a bridge, which is also accurate. So, yeah.
4: Do you have business cards yet?
3: I have business cards, but they're of the old website. So so I'll give you some afterwards. They're in my glove box. Great. Now get them updated. Traudinare. Traudinare.
4: Check out this girl with
0: fancy glove box. That's right. (laughs) But he's got a whole heap of gloves in Mm -hmm. there. That's right. Jerk. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming back. (laughs) Absolutely. It's our third time here in the the monkey house.
3: Third time's the charm. Uh, We're going to get a good one eventually. Do you have an update on your favorite primate? Uh, well, last time was the silverback gorilla. Yep, it mm. remains the silverback. Right. gorilla, I think, but I haven't really been introduced into to any new primate. That's my fault. Yeah, I know. You should. <laughs> That's on me. You should send a newsletter around I that should. has all the latest That's and greatest fun advances in primate technology.
0: Every month, I'll send out an email with a new uh, new primate to explore. Yeah,
4: Aww. A maid of the month.
0: Made of the month. Made of the month. That's, That's very good. good. I like it a lot. All right. Yeah. But you can
4: only find monkeys who want friends if. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't want to expand your social circle. You want to focus on the friends you've already got. That's true. Mm. You know,
0: I'm getting older. I don't have time for the friends I got. Do you think I can handle an extra monkey? No. Or ape or
3: otherwise. Don't have time to learn Auslan. Exactly. Or if like China does some sort of experimentation, they produce a new form of primate, maybe something like that. Is that on the cards? Can't rule it out, can you? (laughs) And if if, if I got the newsletter, I'd know, wouldn't I?
0: Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So I do apologize.
3: But then I would have a new, I'd have a new primate to to enjoy.
0: Yeah. You would. So the silverback gorilla. Obviously, I'm very that's... whispery today. I'm
3: not sure why. I'm very, very well. <laughs> just sensual. It's a sensual vibe. That's right.
4: ASMR. Yeah. yeah. Australian speaking monkey. Monkeys. Really good.
3: <laughs> yeah. That so that sort of stuff.
0: <laughs> monkey. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, this has descended into madness very quickly. <laughs> And I'm on board.
0: <laughs> Normally it takes longer than this, but the silverback gorilla—that's that's like that's the that's the the boss of the gorilla tribe. Mm. So you're not even going like a, a a species of gorilla. You've gone for a specific role in gorilla society. Is
3: that what it is? I actually don't know. I'm telling you. Okay then.
0: I'm a I'm an amateur primatologist. Is that just a
3: regular gorilla that's gotten really <laughs> old? Is that, did, that well? I think when
0: they become the the head honcho, their backs go silver. As because far of, as I know, because of stress, stress, yeah, wow. they got the whole tribe on their shoulders, right? okay. Um, and often they're in in multiples, wow, two plus. So, my goodness, yeah, they get they, they actually get around in pretty big groups.
3: Do they later turn into the male pattern baldness gorilla?
2: Is that yeah. what happens? Is it more stress? <laughs> T- totally.
0: I mean, wow. if you've seen uh, the, the plan of the apes reboots, you would yeah. have, you'd notice a oh, uh is. he has a bit of bit of thinning on the top. So. That's true, yeah. And he's obviously lived a pretty stressful life. So. That's true. I don't distinguished.
4: Think... distinguished, distinguished. Distinguished, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: I'm not even sure. I'm pretty Isn't sure. Isn't it unfair that male gorillas become distinguished and, and female gorillas are just old, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? It's yet more unrealistic body standards for female gorillas. Totally. <laughs> and I'm against it. Thank you. But
0: I should say I'm the feminist on this podcast, so just <laughs> okay. back off a little oh, sorry. bit. <laughs> sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> so thank you. I'm leaning in, you lean out. Okay, I should lean out. No, I I I'm mean. encouraging women to lean in. I'm staying back, but I'm being loud about it. Okay. I
4: don't know what to do.
0: (laughs) Well, you should just um, wait your turn because I'll be the feminist around here. Thank you so much. No worries. It's
4: good to have an ally. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'm an ally, so I'll talk. So you don't need to. That's what any great male feminist will do. Anyhow, (laughs) what is your favorite primate, Cass?
4: Mine is the Japanese macaque.
0: Oh,
2: very good. Which
4: perhaps... Maybe a bit of a mainstream answer, but um, if you if you're not familiar, they're the ones that are famously captured um, photographically. Uh, no, you don't edit. No, no editing. So, <laughs> they're so the ones don't. that are often they're snow monkeys, so they're photographed in the hot springs in Japan.
3: Oh, they have a little bath.
4: Yeah, so yeah. they're the ones, and I think what I love about them is that if you look at photos, they don't look like they're relaxing because of stress. They look like they're busy relaxing. Like they're still getting all of their meditation in. They look calm. But if they look like if they're interrupted, they'll be like I'm so I'm just really busy. I yeah. cannot. Yeah. It's perfect. They've got little calm faces. They're focusing so hard. They're
3: intensely calm, aren't they? Oh yeah. Oh my god,
4: it's so nice. We
0: had a we had a, a an audience voted episode called the primate of the year 2018.
4: Oh. And uh,
0: I don't want to spoil it for you, but the Japanese macaques, or macaques as they're also known here. <laughs> Did very well Oh good Top of the pops It's kind of a spoiler then Isn't it Edit that bit out Matt <laughs> in future Okay
3: <laughs> Redacted what, what happens if Next year They're they are you, are you Are they They're out of the running For next year I
0: haven't I haven't thought about that yet okay. Maybe Maybe yeah, they yeah. should be uh-huh. Maybe you can only win it once Kind of like I'm, the Barry Award
3: Yeah When I was a kid I remember the The uh, the Arias had it like a, a, a viewer voted award for, for Artist of the Year And Silverchair won it like six years in a row, and one year they just caught up and collected their award and went, we didn't do anything this year. <laughs> oh. We didn't release any albums. <laughs> oh. But thank you.
0: Oh, so, that's awkward.
3: Well, if it's the macaque every year, that's going to be yeah. embarrassing yeah, for them. that's yeah.
0: true. The macaque, oh, in recent news, uh, Hitmonkey is a Japanese macaque, is getting his own series. That's true, on yeah. Hulu, I think. Animated, yeah. Yeah, which is fun. Ooh. Along with your man, Howard the Duck. That's correct, yeah. Or your duck, I suppose, more <laughs> technically. Mesa, on our, uh, one of our other podcasts, do go on. He told us all about Howard the Duck on an episode a little while back. A fascinating
3: character. Ooh. But not a, not a primate.
0: But no, not a primate, so we'll not be spoken about Stringing any. Stricken from the camera, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Can we strike, redact that? Let's redact <laughs> it, yes. Future me. So this week, we're actually talking about Japanese macaque. That's so good. You are You're at one with our listenership.
4: Thank you. I'm the people's primate. <laughs>
0: You're an amateur primatologist. <laughs> I think as soon as you set, set foot in this room, you become an amateur primatologist. Is that
4: what you're, at? is
3: that, is it because look, a lot, we, we talked about this earlier. A lot of reviews are like, I don't know why this podcast exists, but I'm very glad it does. Are you, does this exist because you want to get some sort of honorary degree? Yeah. Some sort of honorary zoology degree? You think it'll be.
4: Like some sort of honorary double in media pr- zoology. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. I hadn't, that is now on my list of goals. <laughs> good. Very it wasn't good. before. Uh-huh. You talk about it like I've thought this through at all.
3: Oh, I didn't think of that. Yep.
0: Yeah. and okay. There's been no forward thinking on this. Terrific. I'm, I'm I'm one of those cartoons that's chucking rail tracks in front of me as I'm <laughs> cruising along. <laughs> uh, so this week, we're going to be talking about a great new series on Netflix called The Umbrella Academy. And uh, this all came about because of a tweet I received from Cass.
4: Oh, Yes. So um, this, well, it was actually a tweet that you retweeted with a screenshot of Pogo from the Umbrella Academy. And then you retweeted this saying that we are now living in a post 9-11 golden age of primates on television yeah. or something to that effect. And I tweeted you immediately because you are correct.
0: <laughs> Which I, yeah, I didn't realize how correct I was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I mean, obviously I had a feeling it was pretty correct.
3: Oh yes. Yeah. But how correct were you?
0: Well, do you want want me to read the message? Or you can read it, I suppose. Okay, let's read it. It is your words.
4: Okay. Hi, Matt. My name's Cass. I work at Sands Pants, and I apologise that this will be your first impression of me. (laughs) Perhaps you were intentionally making the joke, but you were bang on about living in a post-9-11 age of primates in relation to the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy comics were written by Gerard Way, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, a band that formed in response to 9-11. Before that... Wei had secured an internship at Cartoon Network, but had his pitch of The Breakfast Monkey rejected. Just as a side note, The Breakfast Monkey was meant to be a, um, it was about a superhero monkey that encouraged kids to have breakfast, something along those lines. Gerard Way's life trajectory seemed to change from artist to writer slash singer after witnessing the attack. He didn't illustrate the Umbrella Academy, the comic books. So one could argue that the Umbrella Academy and Way's realized vision of a primate on TV could only exist in a post 9-11 world. He tried to get a monkey on TV before 9-11. The towers fell, he got a monkey on TV. If we could make a choice, it would never have happened, but that's how history (laughs) went. Isn't
0: that amazing? That's
3: amazing.
4: Technically correct. Yeah, it
3: is correct.
0: I could not believe that. I didn't know any of that. So
3: your dozens of references to 9-11 on this podcast (laughs) have finally borne fruit, Matt. So that's great.
0: I knew I was working towards something deep down.
3: Wow.
2: But
0: yeah, that was fascinating. I I didn't even know Jared Way had any involvement. When I tweeted that, I didn't know what the show was. Someone just tweeted a (laughs) photo of a chimp at me. I'm like, holy shit, there's another chimp
3: on TV. So Cass, were you a fan of My Chemical Romance?
4: Yeah. So... um. I think this was sort of like a part of the argument was that I only bought, I mean, I wasn't into comics that much, but I only bought the Umbrella Academy when I was younger because I really liked my account as a kid. Uh-huh. Um, and part of the argument, sort of the theory behind the post nine eleven chimp. Uh-huh. Oh, the chimp? Yes. Oh, thank God. Oh, <laughs> I was so worried I was going to slip up. Um, was that... Um, you could argue that he, uh, Gerard Way's popularity in MyChem is what got him the writing gig or is what made the the comic so popular because, mm. I mean, that's my experience. That's the only reason I bought it, which I discovered watching the series. I never actually read it. I thought I did. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this will be a good refresher. Uh-huh. No, every part of it was new to me.
3: That's incredible.
4: <laughs> so they're just collecting dust. But yes, I was a fan of My Chemical Romance as a go. kid. And, and I- he
3: formed it in response to 9-11.
4: Yeah, so he was on a ferry and saw the towers fall. Yep. Um, and like within three months of that, cause he was like, I need to do something. And yeah, within right. three months of that, they released their first album. There's a song called Skyline and Turnstiles, which mm-hmm. is about like 9-11 happening. Yeah, right. So he like wrote a song to that, formed that. And then this, I think it was a noisy article I was reading just to sort of fact check myself. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Like, I remember this, but I just double check, um, they were sort of arguing that because MyChem sort of paved the way for this mainstream emo, like what we now call emo music, uh-huh. paved the way for things, bands like Fall Out Boy and like yeah, right. Panic at the Disco and all these other things. So it's this entire genre that spawned from this, which is, you know, again, we all made the choice to just not have it ever happen, but mm-hmm. this is what has come from it. That's true, yeah. Any major event has that onset on effect.
2: Jeez. I
0: wonder if the terrorists realised that they were going to create emo. I bet they didn't. <laughs>
4: I'm sure that just prob- didn't come that to their I bet thought probably minds. didn't even,
0: yeah, I bet yeah. That didn't even go That's through That's right, their mind.
3: yeah. They thought maybe there'd be a country western revival or something yeah. like that at worst. <laughs> Gosh. But no, they didn't know. They, they didn't, didn't realise
4: it would result in uh, Pogo mm-hmm. on television. Pogo. Right. So
0: yeah, well, I guess we should say for people who don't know the series, Pogo is kind of the reason why we're talking about this. He's like the, sort of like the chimpanzee butler.
4: Yeah,
0: I, maybe I'll what I'll do is I'll describe the show based on uh, the IMDb description mm-hmm. uh, of the television ap- adaptation first, and that gives us a grounding <laughs> before we jump off from there. Um,
3: this so is how the sausage is made, people. <laughs> That's
0: So this is a it's a ten episode series that the three of us have all watched in the last probably less than last week. So bloody binged it.
3: Yeah, binged it's bloody it's bloody event television, isn't it? It's bloody bloody binged
4: it. Gonna have a bit of a binge. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: Uh, on the same just one more episode I
3: think just
4: for one
0: more oh, one more oh it's
3: a pretty light one just one more
0: oh <laughs> yeah do a lot of that just one more no oh, you know don't know what you know what I'm like I
3: uh, was well, only one to go probably watch the last <laughs> one just and then I'll have a bit of a kip, you know
0: and well we'll just go back to the start watch just <laughs> watch the first episode one more time and then bed for sure uh on the same day in October 1989. Forty-three infants are inexplicably born to random, unconnected women who showed no signs of pregnancy the day before. Seven are adopted by Sir Reginald Hargraves, a billionaire industrialist who creates the Umbrella Academy and prepares his children to save the world. Um, I think we're introduced to this in the show when uh, uh, there's a girl who's about to go swimming. She jumps in and all of a sudden she's giving birth.
4: Yes. Mm she jumps into a pool There's a, it becomes very bloody and then she resurfaces with the giant pregnant belly mm.
0: and i mean you would have known sort of what was coming from that i had no idea what this show was about so oh. I, what am i watching what's going on <laughs>
4: that's like the only thing i remember from the comics was opening them as a kid and looking at the panels of all the women spontaneously giving birth one of them was on like a a train
3: yeah right uh-huh, uh-huh. see for, matt for all you knew this show was about Umbrellas opening up inside of people. That's just what I'm like. That's what I thought.
0: Oh, no, she got an umbrella inside of her. That's Earth? right. Yeah. That's
4: such bad luck. Yeah. Have,
0: have you ever had a, someone give birth on a tram that you've been driving? I don't believe so. No. Do You know, Mesa drives trams. That drive trams? I do, drive trams. I do
3: drive trams? Yes. That's he's, cool. He's a do triple you get to threat.
4: Give cool announcements.
3: Um, well, they're mostly automated now, but that's not going to stop me, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> ding ding. Yeah, it's mostly me asking if anybody's pregnant on the tram. <laughs> Does anybody? <laughs> Anybody going to give birth
0: on the tram? Yeah. Anyone inexplicably about to give birth? (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: mm -hmm. Uh, It goes on to say, not everything went according to plan, though. In their teenage years, the family fractured and the team disbanded. Now, the six surviving 30-something members reunite upon the news of Hargrave's passing. Luther, Diego, Allison, Klaus, Vanya, and Number Five work together to solve a mystery surrounding their father's death. But the estranged family once again begins to come apart due to their divergent personalities and abilities, not to mention the imminent threat of a global apocalypse.
3: The, the thing about families is they don't always get along. You know that's right. I mean? you,
0: you choose your, you know, you choose your fa- friends, you, you do not choose you your family. You don't families. choose your bloody family, do you? you know? also, I mean, in this yeah. case, uh, Hargroves did. He did of.
4: choose his family. One, <laughs> yeah. one person in a family gets to choose their family. Everyone else does not. Yeah,
0: And that's... It's, of uh, people don't know, number five sounds like a weird name, but they they were initially all just numbered by their dad. Yeah, which is pretty cold.
3: It seems yeah, it seems weird that they've the way they've turned out considering how terrible you know, considering their dad purchased them for the most part.
0: <laughs> yeah, he so, did. He just bought them, didn't yeah.
4: he? Yeah. He's he said their families were well compensated. I mean I'm excited to discuss many points of this. It will get spoilery. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh if it hasn't already, I mean we've already said that uh you know, the, one of them's called Number
2: 5. Oh, no. <laughs> I,
0: went, I did, went in cold. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so that doesn't get us to the, the chimp, though. Uh, this is the <laughs> Wikipedia description of Mr. Pogo. Mm. Uh, so the dad, Hargroves, is also known as the monocle in the comic books. And that's what it says about Mr. Pogo. A talking chimp associated with the monocle. When growing up at the academy, Space Boy, which is one of the, one of the kids, number one, <laughs> Uh, considered Pogo to be his best friend. He was also a sympathizer of Vanya's plight when she is repeatedly told by Sir Reginald that she is not special as she has no special powers. that's something that's Ellen Page who's the, uh, the you know the highest build member of the cast. she's number is she number seven she's seven. number seven yeah and uh, yeah, has no special powers. Or at least seemingly has no special powers. Oh, what are oh. you implying? I'm not implying oh. anything. What are you saying? I'm not oh, saying no. anything at all. I don't know no, what I'm no, saying. No. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Pogo in the comic books, he, he doesn't have a huge role in this. I'm trying to figure out why they even bother having a chimp butler in it.
3: He doesn't really have I... that huge a role in the comic books either. Right. Although his name is Phineas Pogo. Did you know that? That's I a didn't know Fun that. little fact there That's a you. beautiful name. Yeah. It's good, right?
2: I, it is, yes.
3: Yeah, which is weird that like how did he, I I wonder how he got that name considering he Hargraves didn't name the kids, but he named the monkey. Right. Unless he purchased the monkey and it already had a name.
4: Mm. or the kids named him cuz pogos a very like child That is, isn't it? Yeah. accessible name. Like that's when true. grandparents get a weird name. Yep,
3: that's true. And it's true. like,
4: oh, that's cuz the kid named me. Yeah,
3: that's true. I did Name all of my grandparents Pogo, so that makes a lot of sense, yeah. actually. Apparent-
0: oh. So in the, um, in the description of the monocle, or Sir Reginald Hargraves, it does say that he was a recipient of a Nobel Prize for his work in the cerebral advancement
3: of the chimpanzee. That's correct, yes. Mm. So, and he also invented a cereal, I think. He's is just that- is a maniac. <laughs>
4: <laughs> ah. Well, there's that, and then he also does the serum to make Luther a bit monkey-esque. Right. Or Chimpesque. I'm not really sure. They don't they never really clarify, but yeah. Pogo does say your blood is more like mine now. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. So So there are two chimpanzees.
0: <laughs> dur- yeah, during the series, Luther or Space Boy, mm-hmm. he he or they, they flash back to show him he gets yeah. hurt pretty badly. He's he becomes the only one who remains as as yeah. a member so of the Yeah, So when Umbrella when we Academy. first
3: see him he is he's sort of this enormous man and he keeps every part of himself covered up like up to his fingertips. And then we discover later on that uh, he's super hairy and super buff,
4: hairier than you think lengthwise. Yes,
3: that's right.
4: And his his chest um, looks almost like wrinkled leather in the way that a giant apes would.
3: Yes,
4: it's it gets quite dark and has those weird scar wrinkles in there. Yeah, right. Uh-huh.
0: But he also yeah, like he's really ashamed of it. But I'm like I would have expected like something different. It feels like oh that's you're just a big buff. Leathery, hairy man.
3: Yeah. They, yeah. They you could ex- clean up on the internet. You could just.
4: They accept so much in that series. They're like, yes, check. Yes, robot mum, check. Yes, monkey butler, father figure. Yes, hairy Chim- chimpanzee boy. Butler. I'm so sorry. Oh.
2: No.
3: Wow.
4: But isn't they, I I don't know if I misheard it, but. Does he hook up with the girl because she's into furries? Yeah, that's yep, right. Yeah, for sure. Surely they didn't exist when the comic was around. It's very how old are furries?
3: I don't uh, I don't know. We'll on, as old I'm going to as look as it on. I'm going to I'm going um, I'm going to take the bullet for all of us while we talk about this. I'm going to Google you. furries and see what happens. Thank you so much. Um did you know that in the comic books uh he, the origin of his weird chimp-like body is slightly different? Oh,
0: I really? I did hear someone about
3: that. Because in the comic books uh he is uh, so in the show he's grievously injured and I, I believe Hargreaves gives him a serum that's based on Pogo because Pogo right. hands him the serum yeah. so maybe it's based on him. But in the comic book uh, he is severely injured and so Hargreaves has to take his like amputate his head and put it on the body of a Martian ape. Right. So he actually has a he has a literal ape body, oh, so, yeah. which makes
0: a bit more sense as to why he there's a storyline of him living on the moon for four years. <laughs> yes, exactly. In the yeah. TV show, but I guess in the comic book, it's because yep. his body was a space space ape.
3: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, to
4: space, that body. Yeah. you be like, "Oh, will do better up there. It's <laughs> where you're from." <laughs> yeah, that and that makes a lot more sense as to why everyone was so much like, "Oh my god, you're a monster! Like you're not you anymore." And everyone was so shocked. It's like he's just a bit hairy now, and his
0: yeah. his, his ability was already super strength. So it's like, oh, now you're even more <laughs> muscly and a bit hairy. Yeah, oh, no. but they, I mean, they did kind of joke with him as like at the start when he they saw him again. For the uh-huh. first time when the family reunited, they were saying, oh, you've really grown into your body." Yes. sort of like sweet, sweet uh, jabs like that. But
3: well, you don't get to choose your family, do you? Well, yeah. If you unless you adult them, That's okay, okay, sure. You them all. According to fandom historian Fred Patton, the concept of furry originated at a science fiction convention in 1980. Oh, okay,
0: just yeah. in time. Yeah, yeah. It's funny <laughs> that a thing like furries can have a, a start date. This like on that day, people were like. Oh, I'm starting to feel attracted to people in fur suits. Well, could you explain what it actually is as well?
3: All right. <laughs> uh, this is Wikipedia, so well that's lame oh. society. Uh, if this is incorrect, no, okay. I
0: should. Before you go, and I'll explain to listeners. Wikipedia is like a website uh, online, <laughs> so you can go to sort of like a resource, and it's pretty. Are you handy. Sure, I
3: could check Wikipedia to determine? Oh yeah, that'd be great. great. That yeah. <laughs> Uh, the furry fandom is a subculture interested in anthropomorphic animal characters with human personalities and characteristics. Cool. Uh, yeah, That's
4: a really short Wikipedia article. Yeah, that's it.
3: That's the whole thing. <laughs> uh, uh, fans, some, However, fans consider the origins of furry fandom to be much earlier with fictional works such as Kimber the White Lion, released in 1965, uh, Watership Down, published in 1972, as well as Disney's Robin Hood as offsided examples. Oh,
2: because he's the fox.
3: He's a fox.
0: He's a real fox, yeah. you know what I mean? People do talk about that fox a lot. So
4: much. Yeah. I've seen that in like TV. I think like in Kimmy Schmidt, she references having sexual feelings toward the fox that were confusing as mm. a child.
0: I've heard Nala as well a lot. The uh Simba's girlfriend in oh, the Lion King. Lion King. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yep. So cool, whatever. Sp- whatever. <laughs> whatever. Hey, whatever. Whatever. Yo, exactly. Hey. Whatever, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. It's cool. Hey, mm-hmm. know, it's all whoa. cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, cool. I'm down. Cool. Everyone's Whatever. fine. Yeah, yeah we're all everything's fine, fine about and
2: cool,
4: yeah. it. There's nothing that's good.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: There's no crossover between furries and uh, primates, the podcast. There can't be. Well,
0: there is now. <laughs> <laughs> this episode may end up just being called Furries. Yeah.
3: Which is cool with if me. If you're a furry out there, let us know. Let Matt know specifically. Yeah. And let...
4: what your favorite primate is. Yeah. yeah. Your anthropomorphized primate. Or if it's not anthropomorphized <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I like that. I like mm-hmm. a trail. It's just regular yeah yeah. I will, I will, yeah what does Mr. Pogo do for you? Anything nothing mm, please true. tweet in.
4: <laughs> there are some cool points about Mr. Pogo as well, like um, you were saying like what's the point of him even being there? I yep. was discussing this with someone after we were sort of watching the series. this by creating Pogo, so Hargreaves is like creating this life for him where he has control of every aspect and he essentially lives alone. So he creates Pogo, like this monkey, who's, I guess, in his, chimp. like, chimp. <laughs> oh, no. So Pogo is a you chimp. Get three, you
3: get three and then you boot it from the podcast. I oh, know, so, I'm yeah. down to two. But yeah. did
4: my did my correct classification of chimp before get me up? pass? Well,
0: mate, so is the final ruler on these The final arbiter,
3: but I think so, yes. Okay, okay you I've got, got one. you got, you got two more strikes. Okay, yeah.
4: Mm. I think Pogo's a really good device I've to. I've never, sort of...
3: I've never lasted a full episode. I've been kicked oh, out two other no. times. Yeah. yeah, that's
4: right. Oh, it doesn't look good. You've had so many goes, <laughs> and I've
3: made my own rules. So I don't know. Why. <laughs> I don't it's normally if you're like, oh,
0: I gotta go anyway. Monkey, 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 later.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to just get out of any yeah, situation. I mean... <laughs> Um, Yes, Pogo is very much like the kid's sort of only father figure. They have their mum figure and they've got Pogo and neither of them are completely like paternal or maternal figures to them in the way that one would expect them to be. It's all they got, so it's what they deal with. Mm. But what Hargreaves has done is set up a situation where he's chosen his family, essentially picked everyone around him, not given the kids anything real, but because he's also chosen the kids and raised them in a certain way, he kind of lives alone.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's true, yeah. He's
4: managed to isolate himself in such a way. Mm. Does that mean he loves the kids? Well, there was that nice flashback at the end where it's sort of like, does he? Yeah.
3: Because he was like,
4: I'll kill myself, it's the only way. And it's like, oh, goodness, but he only does it to save the the world. world.
3: Yeah, that's right, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe
4: he has a vision. I mean, if it's from, you know, another planet or whatever, uh-huh. maybe he has a vision and a destiny and something is chasing beyond Earth in the same way that Number 5 is like, it doesn't matter if a few people die, if we save everyone. He's yeah, like, right. I don't care about Earth. I need to get back to my old planet.
3: That's true. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, he's he's got to poochie it. He's got to get back to his own planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess so, like, maybe if because if he's, if he's made Pogo, maybe if he does love the kids... So, but but he can't show it. So maybe that's why he's made Pogo and why he's made Mom, because he's is like, true. okay, well that's this is how I express because I can't tell them. So I'm going to build to people that will. Maybe that's maybe that's the key. I don't yeah. know.
4: That is true. And they do look into that in the show where they're talking to the mum and they're like, I don't know if that's you or if it's dad. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was that was a cool idea. Yeah. It's True. So the the mum robot created by the dad. She's mm-hmm. very loving. Is that the dad? You know, maybe it's just toxic masculinity. He's not no. sure. He doesn't know he how to show his emotions. So,
3: we, we, we've all built a robot to express our, <laughs> our emotions, haven't we, you know, because we can't, can't do it ourselves.
0: Uh, should we go through all the characters? We're dropping a few names. I think maybe we should explain who the key players are. So we've talked about the monocle, It's uh-huh. mm-hmm. so Reginald Hargroves, and number one is space Boy, a.k.a. Luther. He's the uh, strong man with the, the space chimp
3: body. The heart of gold and the body of a m- ape yeah good good good
4: for him heart of gold back of silver yeah it's
3: oh mm. i love it <laughs> that's very good
4: oh thank you and,
3: <laughs> and then that's going on a t-shirt
4: hey. yeah
3: yeah yeah everything you
0: say in this i own the copyright too
4: <laughs> oh no that's fair all, you can all have... words <laughs> Yeah. have and we've
0: said your name so yep. that's that's that? mine now yeah.
4: yeah oh i should have read that contract <laughs> eh? <hey. laughs>
0: Uh, number 2 and they're sort of ranked in in order of power as well and
3: and usefulness to him to to Hargraves yeah. yeah. Oh. Did how they do you... change at all? Well I don't know cuz how do you determine that as a baby? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, when maybe, do they you didn't show ev- their... maybe you didn't even number them for years.
0: Right. Yeah, you just all right. Uh, yeah, what did he started with names and went back to numbers?
4: Yeah. No, the mum named them.
0: The mum right.
4: But I don't they must not have gotten names until after number 5 left cuz he never got one.
0: That's true. That's true yeah. And even after he returns, they don't go, hey, let's have a chat. What kind of name do you want to be known as? The whole universe knows him as number five. Number two is the Kraken, a.k.a. Diego. Uh, his skills kind of...
4: The Kraken?
0: He can he, he can throw anything and, and make it curve in any way. Normally knives. He's a what? knife man.
4: Why is he called the Kraken? I'm not sure.
3: I can answer that one. Okay. Uh, in the comic books, he can breathe underwater. Ah, oh. yeah, yeah. So. that's or cool. he can hold his breath forever. I think is maybe oh, the key. So how
4: do you find that out as a child? That's
3: true. Yeah. <laughs> on
0: the the Wikipedia says he's more of a Batman like superhero, and that he goes on regular patrols and can be seen taking down drug dealers. In his teenage years, oh, here's he... a
3: fun fact. I'm, I'm aware of this fact.
0: I'm ready. He sure was of... a bass player in a band called the Primates.
4: <gasps> <gasps> oh, oh so wow! There's the gig poster. It's yeah. oh, it's called "I Don't Want to Kill the President." <laughs> That's amazing. And there's there's a chimp in there, right?
3: Yeah. Um,
4: this is a conspiracy.
0: He's in the band with Vanya, number seven. He's
3: in the band with Vanya, yeah.
0: Vanya, sorry. Oh. Uh, he's also seen to be left-handed.
3: Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so <this> was...
4: Notable. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, I think they could have left off that last sentence. Then number three is the rumor, who's Allison, Described as narcissistic, she has the ability to instantly alter reality by lying. So she, in the TV show, she says... I heard a rumor that, and then whatever she says, people will do that. Mm. Um, And she was shown to have overused that as a mother. (laughs) And that kind of broke up her family.
3: Would you use that ability?
0: I wouldn't. I don't know. That's a tricky one. (laughs) That is a tricky one. Yeah, I don't know. know. It'd be hard not to, but as soon as you break the seal with it.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. It would be hard to stop using it. She so she's using it for a kid to say, "Hey, I heard a rumor that you're real tired and you want to go to sleep now." Yeah. So ah. if you're using it for the small things like that, then when do you stop? Exactly.
3: Yeah. It, it's a like it's. I feel also it's a lot like wishes. Like you'd have to word it very specifically. If you were just like off the cuff, yeah. I think I heard you're real tired and you want to go to sleep. Maybe the kid falls into a coma. You yeah, know. That's yeah, that's
0: right. Monkey toaster. So. She
4: yeah. oh. well she does call them wishes in the first like episode of the show which was confusing for a while yes because i couldn't work out why she kept saying i had a rumor if she could just make a wish right but i guess she was using that more of a metaphor like i made wishes they came true again monkey paw style well i don't like metaphor
3: (laughs) just put it all out on the table for us and what literally not metaphorically (laughs) thank you
0: write it down and put a piece of paper on the table That's right. with those words mm. he said literally yes why, why is there a superpower being given that means she's got to say a phrase like yeah and what in <laughs> what That's part so of confusing. evolution leads to that happening good good question
4: I like I literally just assume that it's habit for her now and it's right. a her way of announcing it yeah yeah, yeah that makes more it. sense yeah totally but yeah. then why risk it at the end Yeah, you're
0: really announcing it, aren't you? Yeah.
4: Yeah. I guess Hey, I'm
0: about to control you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she has to say it for the big stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, Feels like it's the kind of thing she should just be able to think. What but we find out she can't because she loses her power to talk.
2: Uh
4: But (laughs) But every other character, seem, well, a couple of other characters seem to have, like, level one of their power and then they can sort of go super. Yeah,
3: yeah, right, uh-huh. So
4: maybe her thing, and with Vanya's thing of she needs to be able to control her powers through music, like she has to focus on a sound of resonation to actually get it out. Uh-huh. Maybe for her that's her way she channels it. Yeah, right. Like for her, she's, the way Vanya was trained to, tr- she was trained to channel it through music, maybe she was trained to channel it through a phrase.
0: Right, that makes sense. Because that,
4: that guy... That fake dad definitely <laughs> did a lot to those children. Yeah, he yeah. did. He was yeah. a bad
0: guy, especially just like the worst thing he did, I reckon, was when they came in and asked him a question. He'd say without looking up from his notebook, he'd just say something like, "Yeah, whatever." What a jerk. Just like <laughs> eye contact, the basic things, mm. <laughs> you know?
3: Yeah. Maybe a hug. That's right. You never look you never look down at your notebook, man. No, nah, I never do. Never, never do. Ever.
0: Never, never do. Uh, next thing I'm looking at on my notebook here. <laughs> oh, what? You've uh,
3: changed, Matt. You've
2: really changed.
0: thing in, in the rumor, Allison is a huge Hollywood celebrity in mm-hmm. the TV show. Is that true in the comics as well?
3: I think so. Right. Again, it's been a number of years. She's
0: so, so famous that there's there's parts where she's in. She's at. She's like at the library just working mm. away and no one's talking to her. I'm like, no, that's weird for such a huge star. Then in an, another episode, she's talking to a cop with sunglasses on doesn't notice, she takes them off, and he's like, oh, Alison Hargrave, could it be? Yeah. So I don't know. She, but she, It makes it out like she's the biggest star in the world.
4: Mm. I, I just never... thought she was like... In movies, because the way people spoke about her, they always had a bit of a like, oh, you're in that Sandra Bullock oh, movie, yeah? Oh, yeah, right. right on,
0: no, yeah. yeah, true. That's true. Yeah, you wouldn't say to the biggest star in the world, hey, you're in that Sandra Bullock movie. you huh? say you're
3: Sandra Bullock, <laughs> the yeah. star in the world. That's right. You're in Speed 2. I didn't
0: fully get that joke. I assume that's a joke at Sandra Bullock's expense or something, but I didn't, I didn't quite piece it together.
4: I have no idea. I I really like when movies have to make fake bands or fake anything fake pop culture. Yeah. Because movies are the thing that make pop culture relevant to begin with. So when they have to do it fake, it, it's always a bit off, but it's quite good.
3: Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Now <laughs> I'm to get you. What was
0: it? Was the Sandra Bullock movie where she adopted some puppies or something? Is that what they said? Oh, oh,
4: there was care. one where no, it was. I think in that one she was. A cop that had to do something because then he was like, I preferred you when you were in rom-coms. Yeah,
3: right, Uh uh-huh. Yeah, it's interesting. And also it would be interesting to be Sandra Bullock and watch that and go, oh, that's what you think of me. You think of me as someone who's in a bunch of movies where I adopt some puppies, you know.
4: (laughs) That's my life. I just don't. Surely she can't be mad because no, the the plot rich. sounded like a Sandra Bullock movie, just dialed up to like yeah one more notch.
3: Yeah, she was in miscongeniality, so
0: and miscongeniality 2 mm. as well. Cruise
4: control, the congenialing. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, what the congening. That's pretty. That's good too. <laughs> that's yeah. Good. yeah, I like that the congealing.
3: That a lot. Oh yeah, miscongeniality
0: just... two, secret of the ooze. Yeah,
3: Ooh. that's the congealing that we were talking <laughs> yep. about.
0: You better get that get looked at Sandra.
4: Crime.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <ooh. laughs>
0: Number four is Klaus, who's the seance. Mm. Um, basically you can see dead people.
4: He was my favorite character.
0: I he was in the first episode, I'm like, oh, this guy's a bit much for me. Yep. And then by the end I really liked him. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was quite he, a journey. He
3: sort of exhibits all the stereotypes of like the he's the he's the cool out there guy or like the the strung out drug guy. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh yeah, but he's got he's got tattoos that say hello and goodbye and he's wearing yeah. a skirt and he's got his he's scraggly and he's got the weird hair and he's so theatrical, this is gonna be annoying. And yeah, by the end I'm like, no, this guy's
2: cool. Yeah, I know, like, I had the yeah, exact same I thing. get it now. He was you know?
0: it seemed like he was gonna be the, that guy who played the Joker in that movie. Oh
3: yeah.
0: What's his name again?
2: Jared Jared Leto.
0: Yeah, right, huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like this I bet this guy's sending used condoms around the studio <laughs> or whatever. Which is a thing that that guy did apparently. Yeah,
4: yeah, movie. yeah. Not good.
0: But, he, yeah, he was, I think he had a great arc. I really liked mm. him a lot. At one point he accidentally travelled back in time and accidentally fought in the Vietnam War for uh, 10 months. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh-huh. Fell in love. That's uh-huh. quite a heart. and, I mean, we didn't see all that. We just saw him flash away and come back uh-huh. from one bus to another bus. Yes.
4: With a tattoo yeah. looking wart on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's like, a
2: bus
3: trip for you, isn't it? You
0: yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I bet he went downtown.
4: Oh, is this, this bus negging from a that's tram right. guy. <laughs> <laughs> our
3: traditional rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: They're your biggest that's rivals? That's right. Taxi drivers. Oh, They're taxi drivers. Because yeah. uh. you share the same... Same tracks. road a lot of the time, yep. yeah. Uh-huh. Those dirty yeah. dogs.
3: That's right. You'll never have a time travel incident on a tram, let me tell you. Right. Yeah, that's right.
4: <laughs> that's, a <guarantee. laughs> that's a guarantee. from me to you. In
0: a taxi, though, you know, when they take no, the wrong no. route or something no, like that. Like yeah, yeah, it feels like a bloody time travel,
3: doesn't it? no. Where'd my whole afternoon go? Where'd my bloody bank balance go, you know?
0: <laughs> nah, good on taxi drivers. If there are any taxi drivers listening. Um, thanks so much. But I will say this. If you are actually a taxi driver, turn off now. We don't want you here. This is not the podcast for you. You should put your phone in the bin. Stop listening to anything at all. You don't deserve it. Stay on track. Get a bloody GPS and maybe recommend get people get the tram uh, if they have one in, in the city that you're in at
4: the moment. I really don't feel comfortable being on such a clearly politically biased podcast. <laughs>
0: it gets pretty political in it does, here. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: You thought this was just going to be an easy peasy breezy podcast
3: about 9 11. Well, it's not.
4: <laughs> it's oh, how about, wrong I was. It's going to be
3: about taxi stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I'd get a little fired up um, when <laughs> oh. I hear my good friend and internet celebrity um, <laughs> and his people, the tram drivers of Australia and probably the world, yep. get shamed by these taxi boys. And yeah. girls, you know, I'm not ruling them out.
4: Feminist, yeah. Yeah, as I'm a I'm sorry, here. I shouldn't have spoken.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'll take this one. Yeah, um, no,
4: no, that's okay. Thank you.
0: But I do appreciate the attempt, as a good feminist should. Oh. Uh, so yeah, he he sees dead people basically. Yeah. And that, but he drugs himself out to to stop the sightings of dead people. Mm. He doesn't I, like it. He's afraid of dead people. Yeah. That flashback from when he was a kid.
4: Oh. <gasps> His dad locked him in a mausoleum. Yeah. The
0: That's... monocle. What a jerk.
2: Oh, That's a bit of a jerk.
0: At, at that point, I'm like, I'm starting to think this monocle man is a bit of a D-bag. Oh, no. And I'm sorry to use that kind of language.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I do apologize for that. But anyway, yeah, so he sent him back. He made small boy number four, aka Klaus, um, just... It looked like it was quite a while he had, he locked him in a mausoleum. Mm. And there were obviously dead people everywhere.
3: I think he does say at one point, three more hours. So yeah. How how long initially was it? I don't know.
0: He said, yeah, it was like, yeah, that felt... I'm like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Because they could have said anything. They yeah. didn't have to uh-huh. play that out. Uh-huh. <laughs> three hours, they they must have had a discussion. I would have thought you'd go three more days. Wow. Just to show him as being a real a-hole. Sorry again yeah. for the language. Wow. But, no, yeah, so... I, Kind of, mm. That did not make me stop and think for a while. And obviously, it it, it connected to you as Sometimes well. Sometimes I also think. Yeah. it's true. Hey, you and I are not so different after all. <laughs> that's
3: right. That's what this podcast is about, bringing people together.
0: <laughs> number five is, of course, number five, okay, the boy. Um, at the age of 13, five disappears by traveling 38 years into the future. Um, and unfortunately, he arrived just after the world had Apocalypse mm. Apocalypsed. Yes. The world ended.
3: Apocalypse. Yes. Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he. so he... Oh, man, this whole place has been apocalypse.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't be mad. It's too yeah, fun. It's, it's
3: true.
0: <laughs> so he lived out his life in the post apocalyptic world um, and eventually was found by. Uh, well, this is a, a corporation that's key to the whole story that we haven't talked mm-hmm. about. What are they called? The
4: Commission? The Commission, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And they oversee uh, the order of time. And make sure everything works as it should.
3: According to whom, though, is the question that never fully comes up. It According to never whom does no? Why, talk- why is their why is their opinion the correct one?
4: Well, they talk about making a successor, which means there must be one person, one
3: guy, yeah, right. or right. girl, or girl, mm. or but, a monkey. <gasps>
4: uh, oh, yes, or, or a chimp. Yeah, yes. hey. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but. They, the commission, they, uh, or one of their main representatives, she gives him a job in the future and says, if you basically become an assassin for us yes. to make sure that certain big uh, events continue to occur. And he takes on that job. And then she says, if you do this for five years, we'll send you back to whatever time you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's his only way of getting back home. Um, so then, there's a montage of him killing JFK. <laughs> well, he kills a few people.
4: Oh, does he kill JFK? Yeah.
0: Well, he goes down and it's. Yeah, he or does he quit just before? He
3: quits just before he kills JFK, I think, and then somebody else does the job. Right. Maybe he was supposed to kill the guy who was supposed to. Oh, kill JFK. I see. Maybe I. That's understand. what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay, great. So <laughs> he
4: must supposed to kill the people in the grassy knoll, which yeah. means that the few, the current present they're living in anyway is incorrect. Which means surely they would have gone back in time to fix it anyway, but they didn't. Mm. Unless someone else does the job. Someone else does. That's
0: funny. I thought, yeah, in my head, yeah, that is funny.
3: The assassination of one of our greatest presidents is funny, man. One of our greatest presidents. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Is that true? No, I don't know. Are
0: you going to start? What are you going to start commentating on American politics now?
3: Yes, (laughs) it's it's, um, it's a multi-layered thing. Yeah, that's right. I'd say it's complicated.
0: It's complicated, you know? isn't it? Everyone right? has opinions. Yep. Um. You know. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, complicated have been inaccessible. It's tricky. Tricky. It's a little tricky. Ah, <laughs> oh, it? it's yeah. hard.
0: <laughs> 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 but yeah, I thought I thought he'd killed that's Jeff K, and then about. he disappeared, and that's why they couldn't find the guy on the grassy knoll because oh! he was standing on the grassy patch, but they didn't show him pull the trigger. So no,
4: yeah, true. they showed a patch, not a knoll.
0: Yeah, I don't know what a knoll is. I know Shannon Knoll.
4: Oh, what is about it like him? That?
3: Yeah, he was named after the assassination of JFK. Really? That's what his stage name is based on. Holy
0: yeah. moly! Yeah, that's right. Holy yeah. noly! Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Sorry about that.
2: <laughs> no editing. You're not allowed. <laughs>
0: uh, so that's that's the that's the boy number five. Mm-hmm. So he interesting to me. He feels like the most powerful in this series. He sort of seems like the most powerful. Yeah. But he's all the way down at number five.
3: Well, I think also in, I think maybe. I don't know how he, Hargraves has graded him, but I think maybe they, he's also put in their potential. Maybe, right? Like the the um, the the seance. He in the comic books he can also fly inexplicably. Oh, he Okay, can, I was going to say because uh, the seance
0: feels like the dud to me. Oh, yeah, he can be spooked. He can fly, and yes, he, he can be haunted as well. So yeah, exactly.
3: Right. So yeah, in the in the comic books he stops the destruction of the world by just sort of shoving the moon out of the way. Oh so, right, you that's know, fun. So yeah, oh, Or that big bit of debris. Ah, so, you know. But, um, it,
4: but again, because it could be ranking of potential. Because in sort of the flashback after Hargreaves is dead and when um, Klaus dies for a little bit, yep. and his dad's sort of like you have like you haven't even tapped into your potential. Yes. And then it's like his dad knows that he could then bring people back to help fight for him, and he mm. could sort of harness that potential further. But yeah, at the moment, like when the series starts, he seems like more of a detective helper. Like, yeah. just ask the dead person how they died. Yeah, right.
3: Yeah,
0: totally. Whenever there's a fight that's about to happen, he's running along with them. I'm like, why?
4: Mm.
0: <laughs> why are you going? Just sit at home.
3: But sometimes it's good to just get out, you know? Yeah, that's Just true. get out of the house. Get a bit of fresh <laughs> air. Yeah.
4: Mm. Well, they have that um, when uh, Allison is telling the bedtime story to her kid about, you know, how the Umbrella Academy used to fight crime. Klaus's yep. role is flirting with ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: yeah. That I'd love that to be my day job. <laughs> <laughs> then there's number six who's the horror okay ben um and he's dead uh from the start of this power, maybe, is it? <laughs> maybe even from the start of the comic books i think he might have always been dead um but his power was to possess monsters from other dimensions under his skin and that's usually shown as huge tentacles emerging from his torso um because he's dead the bo- uh the Uh, The Seance Klaus can see him He's the only one Who can see him In the show And But in flashbacks He's obviously A super powerful thing He can He's just like Brutally taking down Teams of bad guys In
4: a bank heist. Oh, that was horrible. It's like like standing outside the bank being like, I I don't want to. Do I have to? And they're like, go in. There's still people. And he comes out just covered in blood being like, I've killed so many people. You have to do
3: the most murders as usual. Okay. (laughs) And you're ranked
0: number six, one below the one without powers. yes. (laughs) Which is number seven, uh, Vanya. Vanya? Yes. Okay, the white violin. She's the most estranged member of the group. Uh, She... Originally showcases no particular powers other than an interest in music, but as the series goes on, we find that she is the most powerful of all. She's the moodiest, yeah. (laughs) And oh, is she no? The the guy Uh,
4: justifiably moody
3: (laughs) in the comic
0: book. So there's a a guy who comes to her for a violin lesson, and he's clearly something's not quite right with Uh him. And it's slowly revealed that he uh, was—he's basically had a villain. origin story
3: yes (laughs) when
0: the monocle told him to piss off yes Um, like you got no powers piss off idiot
4: i cried when that happened
0: yeah that was pretty brutal
4: (laughs) oh anything with like if there's a child who gets their dreams like just shat on yeah right and it's like no they're the future what are you doing
3: (laughs) they were the future now they're now they're nothing
4: Oh, yeah. And he just wanted to, like, when he's asking Hargreeves, it's like, you can't let me go back. It's like he just wants to escape. Yeah, yeah. He's clearly damaged and Hargreeves will never see that.
0: Yeah, yeah. he comes from a... He's a damager. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a few... Uh, bad dad. Bad dad. A lot of bad this... dads, yep. yeah. What, what was that guy's name? He had a couple of names. Leonard, Leonard. Peabody. Leonard.
4: Leonard Peabody and Harold... And Maud. Yes.
0: Yep. Harold and Maud Ramus, yes. And he... <laughs> so he... He slowly um, shows Vanya that she does have the powers, firstly by taking away her medicine, which um, has been controlling her powers her whole life. Mm. So she's unaware of it um, because as a child, the rumor told her that she heard a rumor that she was ordinary.
2: Because she was
0: made to do that Mm. by the monocle, that dastardly dad. (laughs) (laughs) So That's... that's that's the key cast.
4: Yeah, but, yeah, that's everyone. Yeah, and Pogo, <laughs> and Pogo, of course.
0: We've talked about Pogo at the and start the of the mom. show. The mum, have we talked about the mum? Her name, Grace. Grace, and she's the robot yeah. created by the monocle to be the mum. We eventually find out that they he tried humans, but Vanya <laughs> kept killing them. Yes, yeah, <laughs> because yep. she was trying to make her eat her eat uh, breakfast cereal porridge, maybe. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she kept saying, like, that is no how you make I was say, yeah. not how you make porridge. I was going to say, that's not how you make porridge. It's the only saying. porridge thing you can say, isn't it, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, we're not so different, you and I.
3: There was an ad for porridge back in the day. Back oh, before, yes.
0: before the day, probably. Be- before the Early land 90s, before time. I mean, yeah. Yep.
3: Uh-huh.
4: I know that one.
3: <laughs> and there was a little kid who would constantly say, that's not how you make porridge.
0: It was an Uncle Toby's porridge ad.
4: Oh, why yeah. did he speak like
3: that?
0: Yeah, it was like bad Scottish accent. So. I don't know.
3: Whatever happened to that kid? If you're listening, if Porridge you're Porridge Boy, if you're Porridge Boy, if you're out there, if if you've had your head removed and replaced with the body of an ape, email in. Come oh, on. do you Porridge think boy? it was him? I think <laughs> it was Porridge that makes Boy. Sense. Yeah.
0: Glenn Robbins, I'm pretty sure, parodied that ad on something, Comedy Company or something. Okay. Am I right? You, I'm not wrong. You're not right. Oh, <laughs> it's cool. true. as far as I know. Yeah. Unless I'm making that up, that'd be a Mm. weird thing to do. I guess the other probably quite key characters are Hazel and Cha-Cha. (gasps) The sort of secret agents, they're assassins uh, who work for the commission. Mm. And they're pretty much there to kill number five.
4: Mm. I really like that... As the characters are sort of revealed, part of the mystery is that they have no idea who the Umbrella Academy are. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, why didn't, who's this kid? Oh, they don't look like the photo. Oh, my God, their family's weird. Why yeah. didn't they tell yeah, us right. about this? Yeah, uh, they
0: oh, they got weird powers.
3: This is yeah. harder
0: than it seemed like it was going to be, just killing a child. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, it, yeah, I thought it was going to be
4: easy. Yeah.
3: But no. What happened? Did all, did all, see, that's the thing, because they travel through time, but is all of are all the records of that time destroyed? How did they not know about this? They might have guys? come from the past. Maybe they came from the past.
0: Then, then they also talk about number five is famous through the universe. Surely, if he's famous, someone's gone. Oh, what's his story? Does he have a family? It's never talked about, obviously.
3: Well, that's true, but I guess he also did have thirty years in a, in an apocalyptic wasteland, nothing. So that's probably the biggest talking point. Oh you know? yeah, that's all I talk. That's all I talk to him about. <laughs> <laughs> it's also that. What else did you see? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and they also talk about your how the fact that he, They'd also constantly oh. be talking about his his mannequin. Mannequin love of his life. Top so, half of a mannequin. Yeah. you're right. Maybe they are from the past because I think they they, they mentioned that all their bullets are from the from the oh, 30s or the yes. 60s or something like that. So they maybe they are. from yeah.
0: the Oh co- yeah, yeah. Because the yeah the cops are sort of onto them. They shoot up. There's and never at any place is there any CCTV. Yeah, how much? Like, surely right? at, this, at department this department store or this yeah. huge donut shop. Mm. Surely no, you
3: turn off the CCTV at night. Yeah, yeah. Why you no thinking? crimes happening <laughs> no at crime night. No crime happening at night. Exactly. Too dark. That. You can't yeah. see. Well, uh, and there's no staff to steal anything. That's what that's what most loss prevention is about in in stores. Right. It's preventing the staff from stealing things. I <laughs> should say
0: my <laughs> so favorite character in the whole thing is the donut lady. <gasps> She's kind of like a dream pixie girl or whatever they call them. Only like a donut lady,
4: manic pixie dream Man- girl, but yeah. is gentle, she like that? loving. I thought she was. I didn't think she was so much like, hello, sad man, I'll fix your life. Oh, and yeah, I that's think... what,
0: all right. I don't understand what Manic Pixie Dream Girl means.
4: <laughs> I have I read an article on it. <laughs> I think it's sort of meant to be like if if someone writes a book that's essentially a self-insert about them meeting a girl who fixes them. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. So if, if you watch a movie and it gives the vibes that, it could have been written by the male protagonist about being fixed. Yeah.
3: Right. Okay. And the, their only dimension is, uh, yeah, I'm there to feel. I don't have it. Just, I just flit about in the world and I'm just. It's fun cook. to be carefree. Um, yeah, I'm fun and carefree. Uh, and also I want to open up. I have a dream to open up a, a donut shop or something yeah, like that. That's so there's a, some elements of it, but yeah. she was
0: kind of just a real nice character.
4: She was gentle, and it seemed like they really helped each other.
0: Yeah, it was, such and I loved it when they were doing the bird watching. <gasps> oh man! Oh, I, I kept saying, like out loud, I'm annoying to watch stuff with, but I kept saying, <laughs> please just let the donut lady survive. <laughs> please <laughs> let her survive. I want this show to end with her looking at birds in the forest somewhere.
4: Yeah, mm. it would have, it would have killed me. Like when they're trying to, Mary J. Blige is cha cha is trying to like put her in the um, yeah. tiny sea, tiny sea. Love heart spa. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're just trying to the littlest put...
3: C there is. Yes.
4: <laughs> just trying to put it in the spa and then he's not there and she gets there. At... Oh my God. Yeah. I've not been so stressed in that yeah. thing. You're rooting for everyone else, but if she dies, he yeah, die. That's right. <laughs> well,
3: now she is dead. So, no, what? she's not. The world was destroyed. No. Didn't she survive? Yes. Oh, she did. Yeah. Time travel. Yeah. Okay. whoosh. Yeah, so that's, that's a a, relief.
0: I guess we should we could talk about the big finish of the whole show. Um, but I just found this fun fact. We are talking about no CCTV. This is off um, uh, the IMDb fun facts page, a trivia page. It says that even though the events of the series seem to take place in a contemporary setting, no character ever uses a cell phone in any episode. A mobile phone for the oh. Australian Oh, business. okay, I understand now. Uh, even more so, many characters have uh have to use public payphones or landlines to communicate with other characters
3: that's true
0: i guess sometimes that is a trick of modern storytelling is like how do you get away with the fact that anyone could always communicate with anyone you go yeah. for some reason there's no cell phones in this world yeah
3: right
4: well it's 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 an odd choice because i did notice that as well they specifically said we're in 2019 in mm. the show they mentioned the year currently so right. they, they didn't date it to when it was made and they didn't sort of push it back any further It's always it's always so strange to realize I didn't even realize that there weren't mobiles.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, there was a time before. Yeah, like I reckon (laughs) you didn't realize that you thought Adam and Eve had mobile phones. I'm a creationist. I think she means in the context of the
2: show. Right, great. (laughs) Okay, cool.
4: No, but it did did always weird me out that she didn't just Google what an apple was.
3: Yeah, right. Uh huh.
0: Right. What What is an apple? Okay, Google. All right, here we go. No editing. Here we go. What's an apple? Hey,
3: Google, what's a furry? This is the definition of
4: apple. The round fruit of a tree of the rose family, which typically has thin green or red skin and crisp flesh. Would we call them round?
0: No, I wouldn't call them round. Round Uh, Roundish. Roundish.
3: Roundish. Well, I Mm. I mean,
0: yeah, not a perfect circle. I wouldn't Mm. be be going that far. Also,
3: I don't like the idea of anything appley being described as having flesh. It's weird. Weird, It's weirded me out. Really? Yeah. That- hey, I've
4: just realized that anything you eat is flesh, but anything you take off is skin. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's
3: that's the revelations we have on Prime <laughs> Mates, the podcast.
4: Why- hey, do you eat kiwi skin?
0: No. Oh. I had a kiwi fruit this morning and I I'd, I'd cut the skin off.
4: Did you cut the skin off or did you scoop the flesh out?
0: Oh, I cut the skin off. I definitely... <laughs> <it> definitely- <laughs> Lost me, cost me some of the greenest flesh. Yeah. Sorry, Did you
3: Is it like you like your whittle? You one of those guys <laughs> that has an apple and whittles? Yeah. whittles the skin off with a knife. I was knife? sitting on my rocking chair on the yeah. front porch, <laughs> whittling away my yeah. kiwi fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cool, man.
4: That would have been so juicy and yeah, what a mess. I'm sorry. I put
0: in a, it's in a, it went in a smoothie.
4: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So
0: the juicy mess was fine.
4: Why didn't you just blend up the skin?
0: I didn't know that was an option. that that, that looks like skin you shouldn't eat
4: oh no <laughs> i eat it just eat it like an apple
0: that doesn't seem
4: no no I know.
0: i'm guessing you're still here
4: yeah you seem healthy yeah i got all that uh fur in me it's cleaned out my inside
3: yeah that's
0: right
4: <laughs> you gotta do a bit of a scrub it up yep mm-hmm.
0: do you do you know the actor heather sanderson no No. That's her there. Was well, she
3: killed from eating too many oh! kids. Oh she's in there. you recognize the- her from the show? Yeah,
4: yeah. Oh my gosh, that's another scene where a child gets their dream shat on. That's not fair. <laughs> I hate that. She's the mother of the child who's like, It's Kenny's birthday. And she's just asking if this kid would like to come play with her kid. She's like, hey.
0: I yeah, I didn't understand why that was in there.
4: Why was I'm he like- so mean? What-
0: did they, why did they write that in? It seemed real strange. It's like just, a, uh, just, just in case you're not sure, number five is an asshole. <laughs> right.
4: Yeah, it just made him look horrible. Yeah,
0: that was it. Was such a quick thing. I'm like, I guess this is going to come back, cycle back somehow. But it was just in. Could have been taken out. Nothing would have been affected.
3: it would be little oh. tease for season two. But,
0: but anyway, it says uh, an interesting fact: Heather Sanderson portrays three different characters in three different episodes.
3: That's true. She does. Yeah. Really.
4: Yeah.
0: So I don't know why they would have done that. But...
4: What else? What? Who else should she play? Uh,
0: two other characters. I'll
4: find <laughs> out.
3: I'm gonna. I'll figure this
4: out. Also, you're wrong about the that Kenny reference never coming back because if you will recall, when the place gets stormed by those people in masks who we never find out who they are, Klaus says. Do you think they're here for Kenny's birthday? Uh, <laughs> Do you think it was just for the joke? I hope it'll come back later.
0: I think it probably, yeah, it probably was just for the joke. Uh, I guess. No,
4: no, that was a pretty, was
0: a pretty good joke.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, I don't know. Sometimes, because you know, when the, you're watching a film and you you're working out who the lines are for, and sometimes it's for the audience, and that sort of takes you out of it. Why would he say that? I'm like, imagine you get shot down, you fall down, and you're just like, hey, I think we should put something to a bit over to Kenny. Does everyone remember Kenny from before? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it back. It was shelved.
3: That's also going on a T-shirt. Does anyone remember Kenny from
4: before? <laughs>
3: that's good. Uh, uh, she's <laughs> also the lady on the bus <gasps> winking at Klaus. Oh, yes, that's uh, right. Uh, before also, he disappears tonight, She's now. at the bank robbery. She's at the rave as well, apparently. Oh, so yeah. she's...
0: Yeah, and I, in my head I thought, I just, I'm just i like, oh, this one person's coming up a lot, but it's pa- apparently playing multiple different characters.
4: Oh, I didn't even notice there were different people. I mean uh, the same person.
0: <laughs> I don't know if this is interesting or not, but it does relate to primates. The red notebook belonging to Sir Reginald Hargraves is marked with a big golden RH on the cover. RH in biology and genetics is one of the markers in blood analysis and is a shortening of the name of the Rhesus Monkey in which it was first studied.
2: Ooh.
0: <laughs> Eleven out of fifteen found this interesting.
4: Oh thought, mm. no, that's interesting.
3: I think you should add a little <laughs> add a little I'm interested there. Yeah. Can I, 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 I can interest. I get in on this? I don't know. Give it a little <laughs> clicky click. Give it a click. See what happens.
0: Um
4: Ooh, on the topic of little tidbits. Um, when Vanya first brings her book down from the bookshelf, and like there's a bit of the blurb, so you can sort of see a bit of what uh-huh. the book's about. The blurb's written by Gerard Way. It's a little like shout out. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah.
0: Okay. What,
3: All right.
0: What do you think? You know how he obviously created it, right? Mm-hmm. But in the, uh, the, in the opening credits of each episode, it says created for TV by uh-huh. sure. a certain guy. Is yeah. that a phrase that's often used? It feels like adapted would make more sense. But they've obviously gone, he's recreated it look it's all enough. politics isn't it mm-hmm. yeah i don't, I don't know I'm there not would in have the been TV a tv industry a big negotiation about that it's just an interesting phrase created for tv yeah by right
3: uh-huh i don't know maybe yeah. he's, maybe he's got the skills to convert it over and gerard white doesn't because he's an executive producer yeah who, who knows what that means i don't know i'm not in the tv industry well you've got to get in i should get in that tv industry yeah. shouldn't i you should guys let's all get in the tv industry let's That's get in a it good idea yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: all right all right let's do it You're later.
0: Oh, uh, can we do, how about tomorrow morning? Yeah, right,
2: tomorrow
3: yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Tomorrow morning, let's star in a network television okay.
0: show. We'll meet for brunch. Okay. Then we'll go down to TV. Yeah, okay, and, cool. Yeah, <laughs> All right, Star nice. in it.
4: Let star me <laughs> in.
3: Do you think that would work? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
4: There's no way it couldn't. Yeah. The got... cameras are there.
3: Yeah. And they love us. <laughs>
4: so.
0: <laughs> but they do add 10 pounds. Oh, That's something no. I know about cameras. So let's just have a light brunch. Light brunch. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's take that skin off the kiwi fruit. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah,
4: dirty insides for us all.
0: So Vanya, number seven, her power we haven't really talked about. It. She's the most powerful, and her power is sort of like a explode everything around her kind of power.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Is that what? Is that how you describe it?
4: Well, the first time it comes out up, she realizes the power within her while she's playing the violin, and absolutely kills it at the violin.
1: Yeah, it
3: yeah. seems to be a sort of an all-encompassing. Just... She can. She can. I mean, it might be a combination of everybody else's powers. Who knows? Like right. she can, she can convince. She convinces the audience that she's the best at, at the violin. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a little, a little y
4: What's the? Ah. Maybe her power is good vibes. Maybe it's good vibes.
0: <laughs> Do you think she killed those men with good vibes?
4: Yeah, I think she destroyed the, the with those
0: good vibes. Oh,
4: good, good intention vibes. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. Because yeah. she so the, um, the Mister Peabody. Mm-hmm. What I forget is name leonard leonard he the guy who was um the villain Mm -hmm. and had the villain backstory he kills me he it turns out he set up a uh he paid for a bunch of guys to um sort of gang up on him and vanya at a car park Mm. so that she'll get mad and use her powers which is what happens killing few of those guys
4: Uh all but one
0: all but one but then he finishes that job later spoiler alert sorry i should have said spoiler alert (laughs) really yeah, yeah, that we see him in the bushes somewhere. He's chucked out of the body. He definitely oh. he, killed, he killed the remaining guy. Because remember they said he left hospital. Oh. He left in a body bag.
4: No, and, I uh, missed that.
0: Mister Peabody. That murder bag. is a bad
3: guy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: yeah, he right. turned
0: out to be quite a bad guy. Um, mm. but then he really, yeah.
3: He kept me on the fence though for a lot of it. I'm like, is this a regular guy? Is he a regular? Just yeah, like, there was. A regular guy. There were moments
0: I thought maybe this it's a fake pretty out.
3: Pretty regular. This guy seems pretty regular, you know. He's keeping it regular. He's eating some old brand. He's staying regular. What was
0: what was his game plan? Because he's trying to bring out the big power of number seven of Vanya.
3: Mm.
0: Why? What's what's in it for him? What's his end game? Well, he wants to just be sidekick to an all powerful superhero supervillain.
4: He seemed to as well. He kept isolating her from her family and was angry at them. And like back at the thing, he like melted the faces off of his dolls. So I think he was trying to kill the rest of the Umbrella Academy while yeah. still being a part of it. Because as a kid, he was born on the same day and yeah. just had a horrible, horrible life and it kills me. <laughs> but that's maybe that's a way to sort of tie up both ends of being yeah. like, I'll get revenge, but I'll also be the part of the thing I've wanted since I was a kid. Right. Yeah. I'll start
0: a new two-person and Umbrella Academy. And she's like me.
3: So if I unlock yeah. her powers, maybe I'll have some powers. Ah, uh, bruh. Powers to murder. Yes.
0: Oh. Which he so because he does kill a lot of people. He sure and then she ends up killing him in a super brutal way. Yeah. With lots of cool, sharp things. Though. Yeah. Oh, in that moment. So here, I'm going, what's this?
3: how do we want to die? Do we want to die in a super <laughs> cool way? Yeah. Yeah.
0: The cool of the bad. Knives. I
4: want to die from dark Matilda.
3: Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, that's what we're calling Vanya.
4: <laughs> she is dark Matilda. The
0: darkest
3: she? Matilda. Evil Amelie.
0: She, so she, he starts banging on the book. He tells her that the way she can control the power is by isolating a sound. Uh-huh. And then he gives her a sound to isolate as he's like she's found out that he's been bad this whole time. Uh-huh. And he's isolating a sound for her and going, no, you're nothing without me. I helped you. <laughs> and he's making a sense like what do you think's going to happen now?
3: I don't know.
4: I, when that started, I was like, oh, he's doing it on purpose. And then it was like, no, this can't end well for yeah, him. She's it. so mad.
0: <laughs> it made no sense. I was like, are you trying to get her to kill you?
3: Maybe, though. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. I
0: guess he had his way. Yes. And then so she they, they figure out that she's the one who caused this apocalypse that they're all worried about oh. uh, the whole time. And, uh, yeah.
3: Oh, my it, God, it's Varnish. She's causing the apocalypse. We were worried about this whole time. Yeah, that's Real right. Real dialogue.
0: Yeah, that, I'm going to that on a t-shirt. <laughs> and can you explain to me the final scene? How it all came down in the end? She's playing a she's playing a violin her first headlining set yeah. as a violinist. She's rocking it
3: out, she's doing some yeah. rock violin. In the
0: first chair.
3: Yeah.
4: Also, she does her double good vibe singing, and sometimes it's bad vibes, I'll admit. But she does her good vibe singing she's playing the violin every once she's killing it. And then she kills it and yeah. then everyone, like, the blasts start happening and everyone starts running away and then she does uh, another good vibes on her violin and everyone in the orchestra sits down and keeps playing.
0: Mm. Right. That's she right. She should have kept
3: up with those good vibes. Everyone would have had yeah. a great time.
0: Ah, oh, She should have sent them out into the audience as well because the audience kept fleeing.
4: Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Ooh, she finally realised her dream, which I guess... Uh, it would be hard to reconcile being like I got here because someone who liked me killed my competition.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it was like a comedian who's just playing to the other comedians in the back. Like she's just <laughs> yeah. playing for she's just playing for the rest of the, yeah. the the orchestra. She should have been playing for that audience.
0: So she's going, yeah, she's going for sort of more risque. Yeah, um, material <laughs> strikes yeah. on the there. I'll walk violin. this room. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Uh, and then so th- this is all bringing the the, the moons. Exploding, now yep. somehow. yeah, somehow uh-huh. Why did that happen? But anyway, the moon starts oh, to explode
4: Has it happen?
0: She sort of sent a beam into it
4: Yeah, so Allison's right behind her She's, So Vanya's got all of the other, like, fantastic... Uh, umbrellas yes. <laughs> she's called them all up, Allison's behind her she no longer has a voice so she's sort of not been able to do much but she's got a gun to her head Vanya is distracted, suspending all of her siblings and she has the choice to shoot her Yeah, and she doesn't she shoots just to the right of her head so Vanya gets distracted by a very loud gunshot obviously a very loud noise breaking whatever she was concentrating on the resonant noise stops and then it all her power shoots forth from her into the moon and the moon blows up <laughs> And it's pretty sick. Destroys the earth. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> worth it, I yeah, reckon, because Yeah, totally worth it. it. Yeah. <laughs> this whole,
4: the whole, I think, something I thought was really cool and, like, you know, when you get a bit satisfied, frustrated at a TV show, you're like, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, The way they use, because there's always that thing in time travel when it's like it was always going to happen like this. They do manage to keep changing the past, but it all still happens. Yeah, right. And we were, again, we were discussing this off air. Oh, no. <laughs> um after number five goes back he figures out the one person they need to kill is that leonard guy and he's mm-hmm. like i have to go back and help everyone but by going back he ruins everything yeah <laughs> if he had not gone back um because vanya had just found out that leonard was betraying him and she'd found out herself so no one had told her about it so it was her own choice so she finally would have had autonomy and a decision for her life that's right. which is really what she was searching for exactly um
3: Allison and Luther yeah. uh, had a little dance, had a little kissy kiss. That's smooch. Yeah,
0: yeah that's Dancing smooch. In the They're never light. gonna have that smooch again. No, no. Yeah. that was weird. That was a weird like dream sequence. They changed clothes, uh-huh. lighting changed. Yeah, they had but then those... it was real. That was my least favorite scene of the whole series. Was
3: it your least favorite dance sequence of the whole series? Yes, that too. <laughs> well, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> I just, I was like, what is this? But anyway, but I guess that was I was just trying to show us a, a beautiful moment. Yeah,
4: yeah, they were just trying to be like, look how happy they are. This yeah. is how they feel. Yeah. Cuz I, I probably did... look stupid.
0: I like those characters. I really like number 1. He's sort of just a he's sort of like a big idiot, very naive, <laughs> sort of. He's the leader, but he's not a very good leader and
4: He's the leader in that he got that role at 13 and nothing like changed.
3: Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah biggest sucker and he never sucker. left oh yeah.
4: no he'll hear you nah, he doesn't have
3: super hearing he's fine. No. do
4: you reckon he was sad <laughs> that the moon died because that was his house yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like oh i'm never getting my bond back
0: oh <laughs> I was, yeah i've still got some stuff up my records oh, are up there that's right. oh. mm. so they so the moon blows up and they all they're Sick. all sitting around going oh no the world's coming to an end anyway we weren't able to stop it and number five was like oh there's one thing we could do. I could take us all back in time,
2: mm-hmm. and oh.
0: and they still discuss it. <laughs> right, <laughs> the yeah. world, like the asteroids yeah, yeah, yeah. flying towards them.
3: You've, oh, got two, on you've got, yeah, you've got, you've got two choices. We can go back in time, or the total destruction of us and everybody else in the world. Are you sure? Let's,
0: and they go still go through each of them.
3: Let's yeah, bring up okay, a Whiteboard. Let's put up some pros and cons.
0: And... Wait,
4: they never say they're going back in time.
0: No, what do Ooh. they say? They
4: said that we can use my ability to time travel. I'll take us all, Ooh. and it's like, can you do it? I don't know. So maybe it's a risk that they'll all die right. anyway. And it's like, choose yeah, your own. I think so too. Yeah, and
0: there's also the yeah the there's a question asked: Should we be taking Vanya? She caused all this mm. destruction. Should we be taking her? And the logic was that they would take her because
4: if they if they can. She's still the cause of the apocalypse, no matter what they do. Yep. So if they can fix her, then mm. the apocalypse can't happen. Right. And if they can't, just snap an neck real quick. Mm. Yeah. They do. She, a... That's what they
3: mean by fix her. Give <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah. <laughs> the leave... old chiropractic.
4: <laughs> 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 they leave a violin behind, though. Yeah. Man. They
3: don't ah, the pick that violin. up.
0: Why did the violin turn white? Apart from the fact that she's known it's as like an white old violin. dog
3: poo. That's oh white. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they left it out too long and that's, you know.
0: So she started, it was a wood paneled, classically, classic looking violin. Mm. Yep. Her clothes um, are white too as black. Rather. The effect of the moon exploding had the same effect on dog poo as time does.
2: Yes.
4: <laughs> that's correct. <All laughs> and the violin
0: yes. became yes. white. Wow. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Holy shit. It's all that's weird, amazing.
4: Weird and powdery, crush it underfoot. Yeah. yeah. Throw it at your mates, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no.
0: No, it's yeah. dry, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, it bounced right off. So just brush it off. Just
4: brush it off. No, it's in my clothes.
0: Kids will not know about this. There's no more white poo anymore.
4: Uh, People don't
0: leave dog poo out anymore. That's true. So you never see white dog poo anymore.
3: <laughs> you know? I can't wait for your album. This is bring it But It's PC gone, man. That isn't it is PC gone, man.
4: <laughs> poo culture. I think that's, that's right. another
0: thing in you know the post-time life and work you just don't don't see it. Pre nine eleven, it was all about white poo. That's right. It was a different time. It really had far <laughs> well, range. We brought it all
3: together <laughs> on this podcast about primates. And you got a,
0: so I thought I found the ending a bit frustrating. Like it's like, mm-hmm. oh, so we're just gonna tra- travel because in they time. Can time, travel again. Is what it's you're like saying. yeah, it's it sort of work. like means uh-huh. nothing really matters. But uh-huh. but you, how did you feel about it?
4: I I was excited because I really like the characters, so I want to see more of them. Same. But um, also, like, the fact that there's so much left undone in terms of what all their powers can do, because they all seem to have, as I said, the first limit and then, like, extra, which Mm. a couple of them have discovered, but surely all of them have it. But then also, because they're saying that we can't stop the apocalypse because it's Vanya, we just need to fix Vanya... So it's like a new thing, but I did think, oh, it's boring if they're just going to be doing that. That always makes me bored in superhero movies where it's like control your powers. They're like, I can't. It's like, let Remember go. Remember who you are. Let you go. Yeah. Think of your feelings. I can do it. I did it. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's why I liked this. It started when they're like, okay, they're a Next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's,
0: that's true. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, when you put it like that. <laughs> it's, I, I, it's not that I don't like the characters. I want to see. I, I want to see a oh, second yeah. series. I just thought maybe they could have found a satisfying way to stop the apocalypse and then create well, a maybe new they apocalypse will in season two. Matt. True. Yeah. yeah.
3: Also, I think they, are they going to be kids for some of season two? Ah, oh, right. Because they they go back into their childhood forms. I guess. Oh, so yes. they must be
4: going back in time then.
3: Yeah. Right.
4: No, you're so right. They must be going back in time because that's how he became a kid again.
3: So does that mean they're going to replace the? Child versions of themselves in the past, or are they going to meet childhood versions of themselves in the past? Oh. They're going to meet a young Pogo. And does that mean oh. that the cast, yeah. the oh, that means <laughs> so Pogo. He's going to be wearing bell bottoms and. We should peace, say. Little peace sign. Oh. amulet.
0: Pogo did. He was killed by Vanya. Yeah. Because she found out that he knew she had powers all along. Mm. But he was. He. There didn't seem like there was a mean bone in his body, right?
4: No, yeah. he seemed to be sort of the. Keeper of all of you know his creator's secrets, which you can get. Yeah, and you can see that everything he was doing, he was like, in essence, (laughs) in his own way, everything Hargreeves was doing was for the better of humanity as a whole.
0: Yes. So you can. He believed to be anyway.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you don't think he was lying about it at all. He wasn't right, but he believed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So that was a pretty sad moment. When Pogo, he's sort of like n- no aggression at all, which is is rare for an older chimp. That's um, true. Yeah. <laughs> and they and yeah, she just she fl- flung him against the deer antlers. Do you think yeah. that was representing anything? My are
3: natural enemies aren't they yeah the chimp and the, the chimp and the moose
0: <laughs>
4: yeah or the reindeer or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. you could argue as well that when pogo gets flung back his arms go stuck out and he's impaled yeah and he did by distracting vanya just managed to allow everyone else to escape
0: you think they were using like christian iconography sort of stuff to you were saying you are you telling
3: a clever me ruse. I, I
4: do want to say as well that is the first time you see pogo is wearing no shoes Oh. Not as in he was... And no was... pants. Just swinging Ooh, out. Hey. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> That does make some sense. In uh, uh, a previous episode, we talked about the show uh, uh Thot Link's Secret Chimp. And the actors were played by real chimps back then, because it was in a pre-9-11 world back when <laughs> animal actors were more common. Um, the The... Chimps did not wear shoes because they, apart from one, were really uncomfortable in shoes. So that makes sense. Maybe it's an homage to real chimps. Yeah. Don't like wearing <laughs> shoes. The ones who did wear shoes in that show, there was no bottoms on the shoes.
4: Yeah, right. Oh, so, fair. So it was
0: sort of fake shoe flaps. Yep. Do you think that's what it was? Do you think it was an homage to Lance Oatling's secret like chimp? Yep.
3: Yeah, I yes, reckon. Yes, absolutely. I reckon too. I reckon.
0: And okay, great. Well, let's put that to on one side. <laughs> okay. The so the them their kids now going back in time. Does that mean the cast is scrapped? The
3: Uh no, I think I think that maybe they'll be I think they'll maybe they'll be their childhood selves for a bit. Right. Maybe a couple episodes. And then I think that's f- I think that's
0: fun. Yeah. I, I, I'm enjoying that. I was just thinking then the whole time travel thing because I was watching this series at the same time as I was flicking between it and uh, Russian Doll, which is another Netflix. Oh yeah. Series, oh,
4: yeah. Which
0: is. Similar sort of a, she restarts the day all the time. And I had no problem with that, that sort of groundhog day effect. So Mm -hmm. I don't know why it worries me. It just feels like (laughs) she couldn't control that. But these guys, one of them has the power to just go, all right, it's all going to shit. Let's go back in time again.
4: It is established, though, that there's a limit to how much you can jump.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. So
4: maybe that comes into play as well. Like, cause when, cause he jumps a few times and then can't do it anymore. And when he jumps back in time or forward in time, like a few times in a row, he cannot get back for ages.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You are, so... You definitely notice way more stuff than I do. It's so good to have <laughs> you here.
4: <laughs> I feel like my eyes were too open the whole time. I was sitting on my couch, eating a Smarties block, being like my eyes hurt and I love Pogo. <laughs> yeah.
0: Pogo's the best. Pogo on the donut lady. Oh, and the guy who oh, played Ed Kemper Oh, now that's a spin-off in... show. Oh, let's, yeah. hope bo-
3: let's hope they both survive and then they solve mysteries. Pogo and the Donut Lady. Pogo and the Donut Lady. Love yeah.
0: that. Yeah. That'd be real cool. There's also the uh Donut Lady's love interest who mm. was not Cha-Cha, but Hazel. Hazel, Hazel. Who's played by this guy who plays Ed Kemper in Mindhunter.
3: Oh, that's right, yeah.
0: As a hmm. very similar character. Oh. I'm like, it's either Ed Kemper is a lot like this guy or... He's been typecast as a... He's been type... Yeah, sort of... Gentle giant
3: killer. Yes.
4: I have a theory as well. It's not quite related to primates, but I think a really attractive feature, not romantically or anything, but is gentleness. Like anytime someone has their favorite thing, maybe it's a sort of coming of the times, like a change in culture, but everyone's favorite things. Everyone respects gentleness now so right. much more. Mm. Like Donut Lady, Hazel, Pogo, they're also gentle. True. And I love them too. I think my, my favourite character is Klaus, also also gentle vibes. As destructive as he can be, he's got a gentle he's heart. He's got a gentle soul, yeah. <laughs> he does. He just loves mm. Dave. That was another thing that Number 5 ruined by going back in time to ex- essentially enact everything he didn't realise. Klaus never got to see Dave. He, he was to too Diane busy. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, I did. Klaus, did we talk about this on the podcast? Annoying at the start.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Annoying at the start, I, 100%. We did yeah. a
0: pre-show podcast where we talked too much about the show.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Always a mistake. Never oh, say anything if you're not being recorded. Yep.
4: It feels so dangerous and risky as you start talking like, ooh, will this be funny if I say it twice? <laughs> yes,
3: it'll be funny. It don't even worry. But if it isn't, <laughs> just say it a third time. And ah. It'll be funnier again. So,
4: rule of threes, but it mm. seems like a rule of twos. It feels like you've broken comedy in the best way.
3: Yeah. That's
4: a comedy hack. Start your joke off stage.
0: <laughs> get to that punchline, warm quicker. it up, warm it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get out, do the punchline, get off. Yeah. Everyone's right. like, good, geez, that was efficient. Yeah, and that's what the best comedy is. Efficient, Sean Sharp. Yep. Now, let's go get dinner. Now the show we we uh, have a rating system here at Primates. Oh, okay. And that is out of a certain amount of bananas, you get to choose how big the bunch is, how many ban- bananas you give it, and how ripe are those bananas. Um, rating this whole series
4: is ripe good.
0: Well, that's up to you.
4: Okay, <laughs> I'm going to say four bananas, one skin. The level of ripeness before you're like, this is for cake now.
0: Right. Okay. So it's sort of that brownie yellow. Yeah, it's starting
4: okay. to. You're like, it still holds its I, it, form. Yeah. It's like it's sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you
4: know that you've got a choice of, and they're both good choices. You're like, this is either going to be a delicious banana in this second, or I get cake.
0: Cake mm. tomorrow. Yeah. Banana, or smoothie.
3: Banana
0: bread, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, There's two types of people: banana bread, slash cake, or banana smoothie.
3: Yeah.
4: Ooh a third type if you'll recall five years ago when yo Na na's came out oh. <laughs> make it into a healthy ice cream alternative
0: yeah, yeah. they were big just yeah. mushed up frozen banana
4: yeah but the machine is what got you going
0: oh sorry i didn't realize you came from <laughs> from wealth um <laughs> no,
4: i never owned one i don't like bananas <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm so sorry to make uh, you do this. No, it's okay. Mason, um, how do you how do you rate it? Give it
3: a whole bunch of bananas. whole just, bunch? Just a big old bunch of bananas Because there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts in this shit. Yeah. A big a big, big old bunch of bananas. Pretty bloody ready to eat, you know? Just right in that in that golden spot. Yeah. Not, not quite not quite mush.
0: See, not you, yeah, you loved it. it. You, you loved it. You loved it. it. Loved you it. Loved, uh, mate, loved it. I loved it. Shut up. Shut up,
4: guys. Shut up. Shut up, guys.
3: Gonna go. Smooch it with your
4: banana lips.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, I think
0: yeah. I think I'm pretty similar. I, I really loved it a lot. I think, um, yeah, there was. I you've made me feel better about the ending. I just I I <laughs> nearly every time I finish a series, the same thing happened at the end of Russian Doll. I, I normally say out loud, oh, "Endings are hard,"
2: because <laughs> they are.
0: I know they are. Writing writing an ending is very hard. Yeah. So it's always tricky, and it's hard to make it satisfying. But yeah, um, I you've made me feel better about it. Uh, I forgot about the limits to the power of the time travel, which is cool. So I think I'm going to give it seven out of eight bananas. And, yeah, just in that real sweet, perfect, ripe spot where you can eat it. Mm. Eat it today. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't Don't make delight. banana bread tomorrow with what you can eat today. That's right. Do not delay. I like that. That was better. It's going on a t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, we're going to have a whole bloody heap of t-shirts after today. The other thing we do at the end of the episode is we, um, uh, Andy Matthews is a scientist who's a regular guest on this episode, some sort of. Saunders. Some sort of scientist. It's a okay. bit vague, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit vague what he is. Oh, yeah, he Some not for us to
4: yeah, know. Yeah.
0: I said he's regularly been a guest on this episode. That's a lie. He's <laughs> regularly been a guest on this show. <laughs> okay. You, Yeah, that would you didn't miss him sneaking in and out. <sighs> okay. <laughs> uh, but he said uh, in the first episode that chimps and humans share about 98% DNA. Now, how much of yourself do you see in Pogo in terms of personality, you know, physicality, whatever? What's your percentage out of a hundred between you and Mr. Pogo.
4: Okay. Well, parts of me were also designed at Weta Digital. Is that true? So, yeah. Mm. That's why my mouth gives off this weird like... Yeah, it's um, not
3: quite right, is it? It's yeah, 99% mm, of the way there, but it's yeah. not quite, yeah. Oh,
4: my gosh. I, yeah. That's oh, that's what I thought about looking at Pogo so much. Yeah, it was, I was just, just staring in at the
0: his... mouth. That's something in the mouth.
4: I think it's because... There's never a static moment with a human. You know the difference between if you see a photo of something or if someone's filming something still. Like you can tell. There's never static moments with humans. And if you made mouths more choppy in like CGI, it would look wrong. But Mm. human mouths are sharp. They do real crisp things, and we can't get that middle ground yet. Right. So yeah, I'd say ninety three.
0: Wow, that's a lot. Ninety three percent. Yeah, that's pretty gentle, but and your mouth is a bit weird.
4: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's not. It's not. (laughs) Uncanny Valley. You yeah. get that yeah. from uh-huh. talking to me.
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah, mm. so how about you?
3: I'm I'm pretty up there as well. I do like a cardigan. I like yeah, a, I like a cardigan, and I've got a stoop. So <laughs> you know, and I've got a bit of grey in the old in the yeah. old facial hair. His so. fashion
0: was great, and I love a salt and pepper beard, especially yeah. on a chimp. That's <laughs>
4: right. So he's becoming silverback.
0: Yeah, I
3: guess
4: silverback so, chimp.
2: Yeah.
0: Maybe oh, is
4: that because Hargraves died?
0: Oh, oh now maybe. Now the king of the castle. Yeah,
4: he yeah, was maybe. a subprime mate. Now he's the, the prime D mate. prime mate. I'm not yeah.
0: sure. Did chim- I don't know if chimps go silverback. I, th- I always thought of it as just the gorillas. And obviously there'll be some... Um, I'm an amateur primatologist. So I, sh- I want to stress that. primatologist. Prob- there's some probably uh, primatologists <laughs> out there that who-, who aren't self-taught like me who probably know the answer to this <laughs> and <laughs> probably find this very frustrating. So I apologise to them.
4: But they didn't pull themselves up by their bootstraps. They did right. That's right.
0: Mm. That was me. Yeah. Huh?
3: Like to hear their podcast. Probably bloody.
0: Probably really great, to be honest. You know,
3: yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant. I wasn't being sarcastic. I would like to hear their podcast. I think it'd be good.
0: Uh, so I'd, I think I'm much like you guys in the 90s. Yeah, I, 90%, I mean Maybe. Yeah. I would say I hope to be.
3: And he's doing his best, you know? He's doing he's, his he's best. Doing yeah. his, he's doing the best he can, you know? I'd love. I want to. I'm not. I'm barely trying, but I could. <laughs> One day I could try my best, you know? I oh, know.
4: You're going to vanya on us all. You've got to try right. 100% every day.
3: 100% every day. Do Ooh,
0: don't concentrate on the sound and explode us okay. or whatever happened there. All no, right, I won't. Um, <laughs> thank, you, thank you so much. <laughs> that's re- what they should have done. <laughs> please, please don't.
3: Okay, I won't. Oh, thank God.
0: That's great. I think, yeah, I want to transition into pogo style fashion soon.
3: Put on a little little tie and, yeah. a, and a cardigan? Okay, yeah.
0: Just back half of my life, that's yep. what I want to be. I want to look like an old man from my childhood.
3: <laughs> great. What do so um, you think you're going to do the switch? i Are you don't gonna know. ease into it. Do I ease in? Because I'm, do... I'm a real
0: t-shirt. and I was gonna say so you're gonna do a t-shirt
3: guy. and tie one day <laughs> yeah. Just ease into that. Yeah, I just wear a tie now. Just put it around.
4: I think a sneaky way is on cooler days wearing a button-up shirt, sleeves all up. Mm. Don't button it all the way. Okay. On colder days, blazer.
3: Okay. A blazer, put a little ease blazer in. on. Yeah. Start
4: with chinos.
3: Start with chinos. Yeah.
4: The the halfway point between tracksuit and tweed. And, yes.
3: Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> That's on a T-shirt as well. And start wearing... Who knows the halfway point between tracksuit and tweed and then an arrow pointing down, two arrows pointing down to your legs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, now, the final thing we do on the show is we talk. We thank a few patrons for the Do Go On podcasting network. Um, and they've told me their favourite primates. I'll tell them to you. Let me know if you've got a comment on it. Sure, Please. if you Yay. want to. No pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, you can support this show and the network at... Do Go On, no, what is it? Patreon.com. slash Do Go On Pod. And uh, this week's Do Go On, which is the the, the mother of this podcast, mm-hmm. I suppose, the pogo of this podcast, the grace of this podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week's episode is with guest Naomi. No, hang on. No, it's not. It's with me, Matt Stewart. You're Matt doing Stewart. Doing the report. Nice. Hey. And I do it about one of my all-time favorite bands, Tism.
2: Oh. Ah. Uh, just
0: recorded it, and it was a lot of fun. I feel pressure on it being any good because I I, I you know, I know their fans are pretty into it.
3: Is there a video of you on YouTube singing a TISM song? It exists there somewhere. Is, I've yeah. seen it. No, there is. Yeah. Uh, it
0: was it was filmed by Sans Pants Man Joel Dusha. Yeah, and yeah, there was a TISM tribute night at the Hi Fire.
4: That's when we met. Oh, that's <laughs> when we met. Were you on the floor as well? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wait, how on the floor?
0: Like, well, Dusha was lying on his back on the floor in the middle of the pub.
4: Oh, maybe I. He's a, would you what?
0: say he's a loose unit?
4: Oh, I would say he's the loosest.
0: Yeah. Mm. I think he might be the loosest unit I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I know some loose units. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so our Patreon supporters, yeah, it's good to meet you again.
4: Oh, lovely. I'm mm. so, so glad we nutted that out. <laughs>
0: um, And your was your cardboard cutout here for a photo shoot one time? Yes, it was. Yeah.
4: I couldn't be there in person, so I sent my proxy, which is the cardboard cutout. Good call,
3: yep.
0: So, excellent. so we've met a few times, yeah, in different forms, yeah. different amounts of D, 2 and 3. Yeah.
4: Oh. <laughs> that sounded worse
0: than I sounded <laughs> 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 Oh, testing that editing rule. Um, <laughs> firstly, I'd love to thank Patreon Jacob Miller. He says, uh, when asked what his favorite primate is, he said, I'm going to have to say the black snub-nosed monkey. Not because it's actually my favorite, but because... It is a creature of nightmares. Oh goodness! Oh, look Google, this up, Google, Google, black Google. Black snub. Well, I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna rate that poorly because he he's supposed to send in his favorite and it's not his favorite. Yeah, he did.
0: So. He, he sort of. Oh yeah. But is
3: it the stuff of nightmares? Yeah, that can still be a favorite.
0: It's real. That doesn't look like a real thing. Oh
3: yeah, no, that looks like
0: had its nose sliced off and collagen yeah. in the lips.
2: <laughs>
4: That's right. It, it looks like. An alien mid transformation to turning into a human, like mm. you know when they try and morph in yeah, halfway. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It sure. also it looks like borderline to cute, but it's just the yeah the nose it's
3: that uncanny valley to cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Everything else <laughs> about it apart valley. from the the face. It's Let's have of, a look again. It's kind of got a bit of a Michael Jacksony late Michael Jackson nose thing going on.
4: Oh yeah. Do you know what I reckon? How it's a bit half cute. Cute is usually really big eyes.
0: Right. They've Mm. got
4: the big swapped around.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 And they are very puffy. Puffy Puffy's cute.
4: Adorable. And it's so fluffy. Yeah. But the face is completely furless Mm. (laughs) and you've just got two little slits for nose holes. Yeah. 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 Oh, sneezing would be the worst.
3: Or it'd be really easy because it's just right out there. Easy sneezing. It'd be easy for you. Just done.
4: Just the idea that a booger can hang in and out at the same time. I hate that. Yeah, I hate that very much. Mm. I'd rather everything. I love that gravity can help with this process. I want to be as not involved as possible. That's true.
3: You don't want your boogers to be on the fence, do you?
4: No. Pick a,
3: pick a side, <laughs> boogers.
0: Pick a side. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you so much, Jacob, for your support. Also, Ian Whitehead, he says his favorite primate is the pygmy marmoset because they are the smallest primate and seem pretty cool to chill with. Are you familiar with the pygmy marmoset? This is a this is a very adorable uh, primate.
4: Oh my goodness! Huh. Huh. Yeah,
0: they're very very adorable. Oh, Isn't that's they? pretty. Dope. So
4: sweet. How big? How big? How they're big? T-
0: they're tiny. Well, you can see they're they're like small bananas there. Oh. So it's it's a t- teeny, tiny tiny. Now there's... imagine him in a little
3: oh coat my... or a little cardigan
0: a, on <gasps> a finger. There, she's so,
4: Louise. So they oh yes. Good one, Ian.
0: <laughs> they are uh, yeah, the hand size. You put them in your pocket. They're very cute little <gasps> little critters. Um, very cute, and that is a fantastic suggestion that has come up uh, before as well. I think there's there's definitely definitely some um, some fans out there, and I think it wasn't even on the short list that I put together for the 2018 oh, Primat of the Year, but it will okay. be on there for the 2019 Prime of the Year. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Georgie Fuentes says. Uh, their favourite primate is an old school silverback gorilla. Yeah,
2: hey! that's right.
0: Mm. They're massive, furious apes. You want to get up close to them, but you're scared at what they're capable of. Yeah. Oh, that's
4: and that'd, a be, cool that'd be that'd be
3: that'd be the moment. Like you get right up to him, and you're like, "Is he going to chase me?" Which is terrifying but fun. Or <laughs> is he going to be like, "Come here," and then <laughs> yeah, we're come friends... here,
0: and he does a little noogie on your yeah, head. Yeah, and
3: maybe he picks me up and puts him puts, puts me on his back. <laughs> be right around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you're friends for life. Friends for life, exactly. Oh, yeah. That moment, that sliding uh, doors moment.
3: Yeah. Which... I think you couldn't do that. I think you'd have to slowly work your way up to being yeah. friends. Like, I'd have to go to the zoo a lot. Like, give him a little wave. Wait, yeah. he's
4: in a zoo? I thought he was your friend. Why did you put him, Why in, is a he zoo? Put him in a well, zoo? He, he
3: needs, well, he needs boundaries, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is just the one I've seen at the zoo. Is oh, he a
4: real silverback then? If he didn't sort of, if he didn't have the natural ability to oh, mingle with others and become the alpha.
3: Good question. Maybe they send in some lesser monkeys and he bashes them or something.
4: You know, golly Lesser, <laughs> right? This, hey, these that... are just bashing monkeys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't let the children yeah, see that's these. Right.
0: And finally, so thank you so much, George. And finally, Scott Porter says, ringtail lemur. Just because. <laughs>
3: More like ring-tailed lemur. <laughs>
0: oh, oh no!
4: That's
3: right. I'll say it. Oh, yeah.
0: You're not a not a lemur man. They are. They're a
3: classic looking. No, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're,
4: they're pretty, pretty good. cool. King Julius certainly. I had uh, was a divisive moment in lemur yeah. culture. Yeah.
3: Look, yeah. I had
4: I had that ready to go,
3: regardless of what he would have said. Right. <laughs> a monkey, more like no. Lamer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, the they're, the they're, the they're... strawberry tail, so good. Can't get better than that. That's true. You can't. You can't do it. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck if you want to. Good luck seeing do you have a one photo there? next to a fence. Uh, yes, there's the photos. Ah, uh, yep. These yeah, guys come yeah. up a bit because they have stink fights, and we oh, yes. we, we enjoy that about them. They, they rub fights. stink into each other and sort of throw stink at each other. And then the winners will get to bone uh, on top of cactuses.
4: I see. According why to one so good. David Attenborough documentary you'll <laughs> 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 watch. Hey. I'd say that's a really valuable source. Yeah, Yeah. I think
0: so. Um, Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Hopefully it wasn't too confusing uh, to people. (laughs) I should have come in with a better plan. It was real scattergun. (laughs) <laughs> and it was three people talking about a series they've just binged over the last three or four days. Do
3: you just want to watch one more episode. You know? Yeah, I you
0: just really want to, do. to
3: watch one and then you're like,
4: "No, I'll uh, just
3: stay up a little bit later and watch another." Episode. You I'm know there. what?
4: I think that really the draw card is that it's not quite an hour. So if yeah. you're like, "Ah, it's an hour long." that's 54 minutes. 54 you know, minutes, know what? You know. That extra 6 minutes is going to give me time to apply like an essential oil sleeping balm. I'm going to mm-hmm. brush my that's teeth. True, yep. I'll have a snack. Even if I pause and start getting ready for bed in the meantime.
3: That's right, yeah.
4: It gives me time.
3: You're gonna brush your teeth and then have a snack? That's insane.
0: What do you do it's with six minutes is yeah. mad. Yeah. What have you got? A time machine? Yeah. <laughs> now where can people find you, Cass?
4: Um, you can find me on Sans Pants Radio. That is oh, do you mean socials or listens? Wherever you like. Wherever you like. All my socials are cast cast page page with an i, not like Ellen Page, and she's not not that cool. Um, I'm on Sam's Pants Radio. I'm on D and D is for nerds if you like Dungeons and Dragons. I'm on Shut Up a Second if you like bantery comedy, and I'm on Why Am I Sad if you like feelings.
3: Hey, <laughs>
2: hate it? him? Hate him?
3: Oh, hate him! <laughs> him. Oh
4: no! Yeah,
3: hate him? yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And most can... I put all my feelings into building a robot or befriending a monkey. That's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> And uh, where,
0: where can people find you? Uh, I'm,
3: on the, I'm on the podcast, The Weekly Planet. I just had to think about that, but I'm definitely on it. I'm uh, just part of Planet Broadcasting. Just go to planetbroadcasting.com. There's all kinds of podcasts if you want to check those out.
0: Your voice in is at the particular. start and the end of this episode. Sure and is. the middle.
3: Yep. <laughs> it's in the whole bit. The whole bit, except for this bit. No, I couldn't hold it. No, I'm still, I'm in this bit as well. Oh, no. But he <laughs> may so everywhere, more yeah.
0: like it. That's right. Uh, and they can find you online at Wikipedia Brown on, on Twitter, Twitter. Yes, that's right. And Nick Some on, on... Somewhere
3: some on Instagram. I'm on there as well. You'll
0: never give it away. Yeah, that's... <laughs> even when prompted.
3: It's hard to say and spell. It's
0: something like Nick Maysow.
3: It's N I C K M A S E A U. I don't know why I did that. She didn't spend a lot of O's. <laughs>
4: Um, oh, I thought it was Nick May Say You, like to differentiate yourself maybe, internationally. No, maybe it was. Maybe that's
3: maybe that's how I meant it. <laughs>
0: uh, and people can find Primates at Primates Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at MattStew underscore art or MattStew Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. And my comedy website, MattStewatComedy.com. Slash gigs will show you where all my upcoming tours are. I'm about to be in Adelaide, possibly in Adelaide right now. I'm not sure. And then I'm going to Brisbane for the Comedy Festival and then Melbourne for the Comedy Festival and then Sydney for their Comedy Festival. So come check me out at those places. That'd be really cool. And uh, use the discount code to go on for a discount if you want to. Now, the way we normally finish this... Show mm-hmm. is with a, a catchphrase, a sign off, <laughs> and it's riffed in the moment. Mesa's sort of worked up one over his last couple of episodes. Do you want to have a crack at riffing a, a classic primate sign off for the show? Don't give it away yet. It's going to be the final thing we say. Are you happy to oh. do that? Oh yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I was going to say, it.
0: Nick, thank you so much for joining us. You are, thank you, Matt. You're the best in the biz. It's such an honour <laughs> to have you here.
3: Thank you. It's my pleasure.
0: And Cass, you say too, more thanks. nice things about me. There's uh, no
3: time. There's no time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You have a nice head. Thank you. No worries. Hey, I say that to all my guests, but you in particular and your silverback. It's true. It's illustrious. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Cass, thanks so much for joining us for the first time here in the Monkey House. And as we always say on the show.
4: Uh, It's fine to be prime. Prime time, crime time. Don't get a lime if you want to be prime, but we'll always be mates.
0: That is what we always say. Thanks so much for joining us.
3: (laughs) See you later <laughs> podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's, it's up to you
1: selling a little or a lot